Okay, we're going to start that day. Good family. Mm. Jump in, do something real quick. Yeah, peace. North African power all day. All day long. We ain't hating on our North African brothers and sisters, West African brothers and sisters, East African brothers and sisters, South African brothers and sisters. We hold some of the oldest traditions on planet Earth. Wayne Hayden, we're gonna participate. I ain't gonna baby get too loud today, man. Kids in the bed early. Teenagers. Just wanna rustle this in a little bit, get it in. And um, y'all know how we doing it, man. We <laughs> we getting it in, man. I said the people pile up a little bit, man, in the audience, man. <laughs> James, <laughs> what's going on, James? We don't got to fix nothing, man. We're going to do it some real, real smooth. Demir Milton, what's good, man? Lil' King, what's good? Tamika, what did you do? Damn, straight. With the rest of the bros that you all gave out the link. The elephant in the room ain't an elephant in the room at all. <laughs> Watch how smooth I be with this. It's not an elephant in the room. Nah, it's something to keep us tied down to the bunch of nonsense. Wasting time, man. We're, we're a scientifically literate channel around here, man. Right, but I, what I what I will do is I'll give everybody a good source. Y'all can go ahead and read this some good reads in it. What's good? Rebel the sounds. Ricard Robinson. What's good? Pseudo Pillars official. I'll ask by it, man. I sent this shit to your email. I'm gonna go ahead and get started. Let me see. 
Go ahead and get started, man, in this thing. I'm going to let the people go in there. Now I got time, man. Hey, man, big up to the Ravens. Let me get my, I think my phone died real quick, man. And we get ready to get it in. And there's some people pile up in a building. Yep, I think the actual strength of the channel, man, is the diverse opinion on the channel. That's how I feel, man. I like the setup. Uh, I enjoy it. For me, anyway, I can't, you know, I can't, um, can't speak for everybody else. But this, the unique, diverse opinions on the Sue Killer is what's going to keep this goddamn thing flourishing. So it's going to make it better than all the stops prior to it. It's the harmony and the diverse opinion that keeps us strong for those who pushes forward in understanding scientific literacy and understand the scientific community. Ah, man. How religion evolved? Nah, I got to get the book for the day. Real quick for y'all, man. Damn. One second. Let me make sure. One second, man. One second. One second. One second. Man, watch the people get up in there, man, before we really get it going. We got 26,000 in the building. Not enough. Not enough. No, man, where y'all at? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's... The point I wanted to read right here. Mm-hmm. 
Right, we're gonna keep it rolling. Gray up here, man, today by coming to build a man. 25 ain't enough, yo. Nope, ain't enough for me to get started. Boy, late show, 42. What's good, man? <laughs> yeah, man, the Shane Chance thing was fun for me, man. Yeah, that was fun, man. You know, I respect the brother Sanchez just for his decorum, man. He always has a great decorum. And we're going to be actually setting up some shows back and forth on each other platform. It'll kind of help us out. It'll help, it'll help us reach some people that we need to reach. And I'm sure he thinks it'll help him reach some people that he need to reach. Um, I think it's healthy. Like I said, you know, the challenge is always great for a healthy, you know, for a healthy environment, man. Um, I kind of learned this, you know, I've been through a lot of phases and getting to where I'm getting to. Yeah, Black American power. I see it, bro. I see it. It was something I wanted to read here now to find it, man. It's fine, man. It's Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna, uh, this the text we're gonna be using, man. What's up, Cedric? What's good, man? Man, make sure everybody got this link, man. Everybody get the link, man. Uh, one second. Put this in here, man. Right, get up in here, man. These people going. Yeah, and by the way, yo, this I'm definitely, I'm definitely not arguing tonight, bro. I don't got it in me tonight. I'm on some cool shit. I gotta focus in on Sanchez and them. Um, go ahead and check that show out yesterday. I was on that show, man. And um, let me make sure I put this in there, man, for everybody. Oh, shoot. Stupid. All right. I think everybody got the link to need the damn link, man. But yeah, so so y'all can kind of follow along with me. When we hit the Sanchez show, I'm going to give you the ammunition I'm going to use. All right. This is the ammunition I will be using right here. All right, it's called Weird Earth by Donald Prethero. You know, this is the one 
dude dealt with evolution real serious with the dinosaurs and the whole nine yards but he got this great book the weird earth debunking strange ideas about our planet so this is the text we're going to be using right here <laughs> for them you only need one good book it puts everything like it's like put everything right where it's supposed to be all right let me see here the statement i want to read out here I had, uh, okay Um, let me see. Right. Let me see. Highlight on their ass. What's going on, Corey? You crazy? What up? What up? Oh, man. <laughs> What's going on, Cosmic Court? Oh, shit, eating some food real quick. So, yeah, I just want to, um, yeah, you're crazy. Just let you know. <laughs> but but I, this what, this what I don't think people actually get, bro. All right? And... This is what's going to make this channel everlasting, right? This is going to be around for a while. Um, it's the diversity and thought that's going to actually keep this channel and make this thing the best that we're doing. It's diversity. Yeah, yeah that's what's going to keep it there because that's right where science is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. That's right. It's always challenging. It's always definitely uh, keeping keeping you know the the cutting edge information up to par. Yeah, moving the knowledge forward. Yes, that's 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 it, bro. Like all the rest of this is crazy. And I'm gonna read this, and y'all real fast. Um. Mm, right here. So, 
Uh, yeah, what's going on, Brennan? How you doing, man? Let me see who we got in the chat first. See if it's worthy of us starting. But peace, I, peace. I, I just it, brother. okay. I don't know 30, 40 people. Mr. Kilt, did you kill a crap? What, what up, Brennan? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Corey? I, I, I saw your rant earlier. You were you were on point. I saw you. You were in rare form earlier today. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to do a little live just to see how you know how the whole thing worked. Oh, time. Mm. I, I use I use Unc as a test, as a test run. <laughs> hey, y'all! Not on that show when they was beating up on you about the God thing, bro. Remember that? I wasn't on that show. Yeah, no, you was there, but you was you was with me. You you. Mm. I, I made that clear. Oh. I hope I did. Okay, all right. So yeah, I got a text that I'm I'm gonna be using against um Shantaz and them. So if y'all listened to the show last night, uh, I think Brendan, you're gonna play some clips from that show, ain't you? you I, I I do. I have I have some clips for it I can pull up um and we can kind of uh go through, we can cycle through it. Again, that was a very long show. Um, but we can pull out some really good, interesting snippets from it. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. right. I, yeah, I think you did you did a great job over there, by the way. You're chilling, yeah, because I've been reading this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is gonna be the primary. I got that. I got that actually. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. so watch this. Let's do this. Let's see. We got how many people we got in the chat? I don't even think y'all need to be calling up a friend, let them know they lie. We have 50. We really need 60 to go. This ain't a moral truth. Immortal truth, man. Peace, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Gary Hart, what's good? To Hootie, Hecker, what's good? What it do? What it do? Uh, man, Lil King, I already, I already shouted you out. James, I shouted you out. Uh, Smack, with that smash? Rock Wells in the building. Cedric, what's good? All right. Pseudo Killers official. Magile Arches, man. Like and subscribe. To the Magi. You know, when you say the Magi, you gotta say the Magi. Can't just say it regular. Mike Shabazz, what's good? All right. Yeah, man, y'all get up in there, man. Stodic one, probably said that right. All right. Chakra, AKA Moroccan Mike. What's up, Moroccan Mike? Shout out to the North African. Man. Shout out to all the damn Africans. Africa is a very, very diverse place with diverse populations on planet Earth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Damar Milton. Up oh, 53. We getting there. Five more before we get started. Five more before we get started. Yeah, I'm going to have to get you out of here tonight, though. Uh, <laughs> Concrete Corey. And thanks to Brennan, blame Brennan for that. Brennan brought that beautiful uh, article on the Mediterranean. I'ma spot through it real quick and I'ma get out that frame and leave that to y'all if y'all can be arguing over that because I'm not I'm not arguing with y'all about no damn Egypt. I'ma put it down when I gotta put it down and let y'all squirm whatever y'all think y'all wanna do it. And I'ma put it right there, but I'ma be clear. This is gonna be real clear, real clear on what it is. Got some great examples of what I'm talking about and what I mean when I say Mediterranean. And I'm going to leave y'all to your own devices. 
That's what I got to do. And I got to know when to let it go. I just got to know when to let it go, right? Got to know when to let it go. I'm not, I'm not going another two years <laughs> with y'all on that. Hey, 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 Cosmic Corey, boy, you know how to hit the button. Matter of fact, with you, with your call and rant, you just go right to the channel and hit the go live. You did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that way you don't got no link. Can't nobody get on. Can't nobody harass you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You can, when you start feeling a little soft and want to get a brother's link, you can't even give us the link. You just got to keep going. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. But but you can't, I, but, you can't change horses once you get in the middle of the Yeah, world. yeah, you can't change horses, man. But I tell you what, though, like I was saying earlier, uh, the crowd they don't they they might not you know I think they're starting to get it that it's actually the diversity of thought that makes this channel so powerful. Never before have you seen a group of brothers who will argue, fight, kissing. I mean, mm, argue, fight, cuss and scream and make up at the end of the day. Why? Because this is how the scientific community works. Simple as that, simple as that, right? And you'll have at some points in an argument, brothers will agree, there'll be this side, there'll be that side, right? There'll be a majority sometimes, right? But it's in the diversity is what make this thing strong right here. And that's what makes science strong. Is diversity and thought coming together is what makes science strong. Now, you know, you talked a little about the Mediterranean, and as usual, you fucked it up. So what I what I will say is that article you brought that night, it's on the show. Uh, the show was called, because I actually gave you props on that, and then you messed it up. I had to take it, I had to, I had to. Had to get out of yeah, we back kicking pseudos T Fin. <laughs> what the hell? I ain't make that title, but on that, mm -hmm. you read an article. I agree with that article, right? Reggie came in and said, No, they're trying to trick you. I say, No, they're not. I agree because it talked about the Mediterranean, what it did for Western culture and all that, and, and what it meant to be a met, you know, Mediterranean culture. It gave a, a damn good explanation. And then by the time Reggie came in, y'all got a little mad. Then y'all switch it up to that nonsense Mediterranean shit. So for me, there's a that there's a distinct line about when we talk about the Mediterranean, there's a racist line that y'all tether back and forth. So the scholarly thing about the Mediterranean, I'm talking about the up-to-date scholarly approach and what we talk about the Mediterranean is very distinct in character to what we're talking about. And I'm gonna make that distinction, I'm gonna lay it down. And I'm out the framework. Y'all can keep, you know, running back and forth. I'm not, I don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, hell, I didn't write the shit. At the end of the day, I don't get no money off that shit. And at the end of the day, how they say it, to hell with that shit. I'm drinking out my gold, my, 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 my sterling goblin. That's how we do it around here. We... <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what we have before we get the show started, but I, I don't I, I want everybody to kind of oh, we at that. We're here. All right, gotta keep my tone down. But look, y'all, black African power was good, was happening. A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. 
It's the pseudo killers on deck, and we're coming to do. We got to do. We standing tall. We standing strong. Pseudo killers on deck. Hey man, what's good, Cosmic Court? Boy, you had that cosmic rant today. Was good. Warm the people up. What it do? What it do? What it do? Peace, peace. What up? What up? What up, huh? And just uh, you know, ready to get it in a little bit. See what you up to. See what see what your response is. You know what I'm saying to my little rant or whatever. Mm, okay. Yeah. Nah, it's all good, man. I you said some things I agree. Some some stuff I don't agree. Hey, what it do, man? Man, Brendan, what it do? What it do? What it do? Pseudo kill official, man. What's good with you? What it do? What it do? What it do? All right, man. Welcome to the brothers, man. Welcome to another show. Yeah, for sure. You know what? Um, one of the interesting things um, of that about the show the other day that you did, well, actually yesterday over on Brother Sanchez uh, platform, is that when, you, when you're talking to a flat earther, you never know in terms of where they sit with a lot of these different concepts and theories, right? So I think uh, the line of questioning to sort of get get your bearings and kind of understand the thought process and where those guys were were landing with a lot of those um, theories, quote unquote, was very interesting. So I'm I'm really interested in this particular conversation tonight. But yeah, but peace peace to the brothers, peace to Cedric, peace Corey. Mm-hmm. Peace, Man, peace, brother. Yeah, you know, peace, bro. Hey, you know what it is, man. Hey, Cedric, man. What it do? What it do? What it do? Pseudo killer official, man. What it do? Peace to the panel. Peace to the chat. Peace, God kill. Peace, Corey. Peace, Brandon. You know what it is. Sitting, watching, looking at the pseudos popping up. Uh, when I get an opportunity, I got to clear the air because uh, you got a call based on me being a liar. So I'm going to clear the air on that one. I get an opportunity in regards to the conversation I had the other day. So let's come to the text. Page four in this text right here by Donald Prethorow. Man, that's my man right there, yo. Uh, I got a couple books on the table. Oh, man. And and for those that are members of the Pseudo Killers Discord, we actually have the digital copy of uh, the Weird Earth as well for you guys that want to check that out and sort of read along. I have the um, the audio the audible book. Um, I actually started checking that out yesterday. It's a really really good listen. It's a good read. So get that flat Earth shit out of here, book. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, the now, one, that's the one subject I won't debate. Oh yeah, well you well you ain't gonna be around because we diving in. We ain't got no choice. <laughs> yeah, we got no choice. It ain't, it's not a debate, though. See, that's the difference. We've already, by scientific facts, by the organi- the, or, the organizing of scientific facts, uh, we have a, a pretty good understanding of the size and shape of the Earth, and we do understand it changes um, based off of plate tectonics, plates moving, continental drift, mountain ranges coming and going, ice, ice ages coming, drawing water out the oceans, a lot of stuff causes the earth to change sides and, uh, you know, uh, shape. So, you know, uh, geodesity, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but I'll pull it up for y'all. But let me come to the text real quick. Uh, page three, what is science? I think most of us uh, actually don't understand uh, science, okay? Let's see. Uh, yes, 
uh, science is a way of thinking about the world, not how you dress or what toys you play with. Science is thinking critically about phenomenon in the natural world and trying to find ways to test hypotheses or primarily uh, explanation about how the world works. As philosopher George Santana wrote, science is nothing but develop, developed perception, interpreted intent, common sense rounded out and uh, mutually uh, articulated. It says all science, once again, all science is about testing hypotheses and finding out their validity by further observations and experimentation. Scientists generally aren't trying to prove their hypothesis, but disprove them. See, right there, that's counterintuitive. You wouldn't think that. I'm gonna say it again. Scientists generally, generally aren't trying to prove their hypothesis, but to disprove them. As British philosopher Sir Karl Popper pointed out, Many years ago, it's far easier to prove a hypothesis wrong, falsify it, than it is to prove it right, verify it. The famous example is the classic philosophical statement, all swans are white. No number of white swans proves that statement true, but a single non-white swan proves it false. Indeed, there are black swans in Australia. If your hypothesis has been tested and found false, you watch this, you must abandon it and move on to another explanation. Perhaps one suggest, suggested by your previous failure. Popper titled one of his books, uh, Conjectures and Refutation, a nice summary of the scientific method in the single phrase. So that kind of speaks to Asahotep, right? When I read that, that came to my mind, like, come on, man, like, y'all gotta kind of like, you know, move on, right? And keep at it, right? So for me, just because your hypothesis was wrong, right, doesn't mean that you was a quack doesn't mean none of that. But what it does mean is if you truly, if you truly have a scientific mind, then you'll move on. And let me finish it off with this. This idea surprises a lot of people, but it is true. Strictly speaking, science is about proving ideas wrong and moving on, not proving them right. Scientists are not looking for the final truth or proving something absolutely true, scientific explanations must always be open to further scrutiny and testing. They are tentative and must be capable of being rejected. See, that's good for me right there. So when I said at the beginning of the show, right, that the merit of ideas and thoughts that we have on this show is very, very healthy. It becomes a cult when everybody says the exact same thing at the exact same time, and there's no, there's a robot, robot, 
robot where they're all saying the same thing. There's no room for growth and development and there's no room for diversity. Remember in nature, it's diversity in the gene pool that will stop one virus like coronavirus from wiping us all out. If all the genes were the exact same, coronavirus would have wiped us out. Anybody want to add to that right there? I want to start short with that. I, I, I like how how the, the author described the, the idea of that science isn't necessarily concerned with getting to the truth, right? Uh, that was a, a reoccurring theme yesterday while you was on the panel. If you you could kind of listen in to some of the some of the, the line of, of thinking for the guys that were uh, flat earthers. They said they're talking about this flat earth truth or we're revealing this truth. Well, in reality, science is not concerned with getting to the truth. Right. Science deals with probability. Right. Things that we can say we can attest with a relatively high degree of certitude. Right. And things that have been tested through observation and experimentation. So I, I, I like that whole idea of saying, OK, well, no, we're not concerned with the truth when you're talking about science. Mm, exactly. Mm. Science right. is we busy. deal with probability. Right. Yes. It explains the phenomena. It, it finds a way to explain the phenomena we observe. So how does the natural world operate? And based on more and more understanding, we keep adding to that story. But it's simply a method to explain phenomena that we observe. It's a way to distinguish um, um, which, uh, which hypothesis for the, for the observation has validity, which one is imaginary, which one is real. I, I can say uh, leprechauns are the material of which subatomic particles are made. That's a hypothesis. Now I need to demonstrate that. And when I demonstrate that, I need to now make a testable prediction, which actually val uh, validates my explanation, which, which, which is the hypothesis. So it's a process by which we come to correct knowledge. And, and, and truth is simply uh, a statement which is in conformity with reality. So when you hear people speak about my truth, my journey, my this, you, you, you start to have to put your ears up, right? And, and we're hearing that now in this conscious community. People read, uh, now they're sourcing up, but they're drawing their own conclusions. Or I interpret it as this. My, uh, it, my truth is, and they, they, they stray away from what the actual evidence is indicating. Mm. Corey, you wanna add something to that? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with the author there. Um, uh, um, I definitely like that book, uh, Weird Earth. Um, I, I, I recommend that. That's a um, kind of kind of goes along with the um, the book uh, Escaping the Rabbit Hole. So, yeah, I, I definitely like that. Got that flat earth on the cover for y'all. <laughs> and, and as well, if, if I could just add just another, uh, just a quick point, right? A, a lot of the flat, er flat earthers, they sort of style themselves as scientific skeptics as well, yeah. right? Yeah. But but on its sur on the surface, right, it's, it, it's somewhat disingenuous, right, when they say that, right? 
because being a skeptic, right, it doesn't mean being skeptical in light of, of, of information, in light, in, in the face of evidence, right? You don't remain skeptical, right, in defiance of evidence, yeah. right? Right. When, when, when you see, see evidence and uh, proof and observation, right, that's where you say, OK, well, I should be able to adjust my skeptical mind, right, to be able to accept, right, the evidence and the information that science is putting forward. Right. Being a skeptic doesn't mean shaking your fist, right, in, in defiance of new information. Exactly. Yeah. Skepticism is at the root. But, it, but again, it too is part of the complete process. What do you actually have to quantify and to validate your claim? That is where skepticism starts. Once you have the evidence, you examine the evidence and you're supposed to go where the evidence leads. You cannot remain skeptical. Like you're skeptical of evolution when we have a complete body of work. We have a theory of, evol of evolution. It's being tweaked here and there, but we have a theory of evolution. Now, to talk about being skeptical of evolution at this point in time, they're just being disingenuous. Mm, okay. Yep. So it's with, and you know, man, we're gonna, we, you know, like I said, man, shout out to Brother Santa's channel, man. And yeah, y'all gonna think this is wild, but I, but I suggest you go over there and just check it out and learn, you know, learn how they fighting. You know, learn how to use their words, you know, learn, learn what ideas they're using. That's how I got good at what I was doing, not being afraid to dive in to the opposing side. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like at the end of the day, we're all novice. Okay. Uh, you, you, you know, we want to transmit scientific ideas, but how, how do you handle that? And, and, and so uh, Brother Santa's channel kind of allows you to know what your family members are going to be saying. Hell, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like your family members are experts. And it allow you to develop rebuttals. It allow you to look up sources uh, to kind of understand that mindset. So I got a, a pretty good, you know, I've debated Sanchez before on evolution. And so I got a pretty good uh, working knowledge on how his mind works and, and, and you know, the people go like the leader go. And since he's a transmitter of these ideas, a lot of people that come on his channel are actually espousing uh, his ideas. And so, you know, when I'm over there, first of all, I'm over there, I have a good time. All right, brother, like I said, uh, his propensity to control the climate of the panel is great. So we can all learn something from each other. No matter how much we disagree, he refuses to allow that shit to get out of control. I like that about. Him. I like that. That 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 we can have that conversation. And for me, right, as long as I can be heard and ain't got to do a whole lot of extra cussing me out, like that for me, it's a win because I'm gonna get you in the end. Like 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 that's the environment where where you can hear that. Like like y'all can hear that idea about. What science is, you can hear it, you can get it, it sticks better. So yeah, but we're gonna be over there, right? We're gonna let them come over here and y'all gonna see how it works. Remember at the end of the day, science is undefeated. So let me let me go ahead and push, let me push, push Cosmic Coy out of here so that he will never ever again try to attempt 
to play this game about the Mediterranean. Let me give you, let me tell you what the Mediterranean is real quick before I come to any source. I'm at one source. Use Brother Brendan's source. Watch, watch how this is. So if we was to have an area, say like we want to make some Kool-Aid, right? And say Kool-Aid is the Mediterranean. It's the finished product, right? But how do you make Kool-Aid? How, how is it that the Mediterranean becomes important, okay? In the scheme of things, how does this happen? Well, with Kool-Aid, you need sugar, a whole separate product. You would never call sugar Kool-Aid. Oh, that, although that sugar made that Kool-Aid sweet, that sugar is Kool-Aid. You would never say that. What you would say is add Kool-Aid, I mean, add sugar. But just having sugar, right, without the, 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 the coloring, because that's all Kool-Aid is, is the coloring of the water. So you need the, the coloring, boom. You need the sugar, boom. And you need the water, boom. You need them things to come together, right? Bring them things together and put it in a picture. Let's look at the picture as being the actual Mediterranean basin, boom. So in that picture, you got to sprinkle the coloring. You got to put the water. And you got to put the sugar. Shake it up. Combination of ideas, different things. And you drink a glass of Mediterranean. So at no point will we ever call the sugar, the water, and the coloring the Mediterranean. We would say the combination of those things help make up the Mediterranean, the same with the concept of the Mediterranean. If you're not understanding that distinguishing cultures came to the Mediterranean and gave pieces of itself, combination of things so that the Mediterranean would actually flourish, become Kool-Aid, then you're missing the whole point. That is the point. When understanding from an academic standpoint of view, modern day understanding, we understand that African and Asia, African and Asia, two distinct populations came into the Mediterranean with ideas. Diverse African population, diverse Mediterranean population, and let's not forget the Semitic population all merged at the area of confluence. The area of confluence is the area where things all come together. Now, if you forget about the separate pieces, and the distinct cultures that were that that were created before they traveled to these areas, then you're doing us a grave injustice. What you're starting to do is you're starting to do what the early writers did, like Breasted, where they was talking about the great northern race, where the Mediterranean was theirs and theirs only, where they made it seem as if everything that came out the Mediterranean was Rome and Greece when they played that game. So not on my watch will I allow that game to be played. So can I, can I show and prove? See, this is not my sentiments. I simply give you an example of the picture, adding the flavoring, adding of the sugar, adding the water to form what you would call in the picture of the Mediterranean or the Kool-Aid, right? That's an idea that you can, that you can think about. Now, that's, that's the way I'm putting it together. Now, the question is this. Can Brother Unk show a source 
that talks about the Mediterranean the way I just did? Are there distinct populations traveling to the Mediterranean? Diverse ideas and concepts coming together that would later on be found in the Western world, that would later on be found in Rome and Greece. Absolutely, I can prove that. So I'm gonna pull this up real quick. I'm gonna get in and out. Let me put myself on the clock. This should take me 10, 17. I'm in and out of this. This up, and I won't do it again. I refuse to. I refuse to continue to have this conversation. I'm not gonna do it. Out of respect for my brother, Cosmic Corey, right? I'm gonna put that in. Brenda, you wanna add something to it? I'm gonna keep everybody. You wanna say something before I go in? Because you presented this article and maybe you can help me through it. No, no, I, I would say jump into the article. I'm, I'm interested in uh, your, your line of thinking. So, so Brennan, do this for me. Before I get into the next part, I got my shit. Can you just mm -hmm. read the abstract of the article, please? And yeah. I want to do this for everybody. There's some pieces in here. Let me see if I can get, I ain't going to pull it up. I want <laughs> you just to read the abstract for me, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and this this is an abstract that, that we've actually read several times on the show, but it's a powerful one. I think what's, uh, it's very interesting. Right. Uh, it says uh, in antiquity, the regions encompassed by the Mediterranean Sea were extremely fertile, allowing rapid prosperity. This wealth combined with the easy communication between banks contributed to a rich and successful transmission of knowledge, especially during the first millennia B.C. So which, stop for a minute. Mm -hmm. stop for a minute. It just talks about the transmission. So, 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 so uh, a, a great geograph geographical feature here allowed for successful transmission. I just want to bring that out. Keep going. Which turned the Great Sea the core of ancient history. Later, the Mediterranean civilization was acknowledged as the fundamental political, cultural, artistic, and religious substratum for the construction of the so-called Western world. Stop. That's a deep statement right there. These are the statements that John Henry Clark and them made. They might not have all the in-betweens, but this is what they was talking about. At least this is the lectures I heard. Not talking about the mistakes they made. They laid a foundation. So when I hear this, I'm like, wow. This article was written in what, 2017? But I've been heard this, okay? I've been heard this, okay? Keep going. Yet it was in Egypt and Mesopotamia during the fourth and third millennia BC that many of these foundations were first set. Now stop for a minute. It says it was in, it, that word in means something, don't it? It doesn't say it was in the Mediterranean. It said it was in Egypt and Mesopotamia. So there's a place called Egypt that is located in Africa where these ideas are nurtured at. There's a place called Mesopotamia Tigris Euphrates River, where these ideas were nurtured at. And then what happens? Go ahead. Okay, it says, the ancient Mediterranean world was not just influenced by its African and Asian neighbors, but was in fact defined by a profound communion at all levels between these different regions. So that's important right there. It said the ancient Mediterranean world was not just influenced. So watch this. There's a world that exists in the Mediterranean, right? And it was influenced, but it not it, it not just was influenced by Africa and its African uh, uh, neighbors, but it was what, in fact, defined by the profound 
communion coming together. When I talk about the ingredients at all levels between these different regions. So we look up, look up the area of confluence. That's a, that's an area where people come together at. Right? But you're not coming together empty-handed. You're coming with something. You're bringing it there. I just want to make these distinctions. Keep going. In the 21st century, however, many European countries still insist in portraying themselves as direct heirs of the combined Greco-Roman and Judeo-Christian traditions, disregarding their African and Asian roots. Ah, stop. This is all Dr. Benenu was saying. That's all they were saying. And we shot them down like a motherfucker. They ain't said no more than that. Now, maybe they overemphasized points. Maybe they didn't have the- Dr. Benning them. Oh, I'm getting off, yo. You ain't doing me like that, yo. We ain't doing that. In the middle of me, we you gonna be crazy. That's what you're doing? No, man, just go ahead and finish, man. I mean- that's he what we're doing? Interjected. He just interjected. When, a rock, when, 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 when a, how they say it, when you throw a rock, hit Doug Howard. You <laughs> threw Dr. Ben and them in there. Yeah, see that? See? See? Hey, Corey, I might have to do the channel and don't let nobody on. I might have to do that. No. All right, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, let's, let's just stay yeah, on track. Let's stay on track. All right. So as a result of this flawed self-perception, a gap mm -hmm. between Europe, Africa, and Asia came to be bearing deep consequences to the present. With this contribution, we aim to reclaim the importance of these other legacies to the construction of the cradle of the civilization. Yeah, construction. Okay, so that's a that's a that's a good that's a good starting point right there, right? To make my point. I want to come to page seven. So I'm gonna do. Then I'm gonna let y'all dive all in and do whatever y'all want to do. I'm gonna come to page seven real quick, right? And on page seven. I just want to come right here. Let's see where I'm at. Uh, let's see, I'm on page seven. Let me see. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. If we come right here, let's see. Um. It's kind of in this chapter right here. It's 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 basically talking about how you know the early construction of uh, culture. Or, or statehood uh, kind of mirrors, you know, in urbanization parallels Mesopotamia. And it just talks right here again, this allowed the development of both agriculture, hubbardry, making the area along the banks of the natural, of a natural place for the establishment of human communities, right? Let's come right here. Egyptian geographical uh, context was likewise uh, exceptional. It says, the fortune of being crossed by the Nile, it says with its regular floods, which impelled Egyptians to keep a control calendar of the river rhythms very early in time, turned its banks extremely fertile. Again, this allowed, it's talking about the Nile now, this again, this allowed the development of both agriculture and hubbardry making the area along the banks a natural place for established for establishment of human communities right soon the urbanization process began paralleling the one in mesopotamia let's there's a source right there eight 
Let's see what eight says. This is important. Let's come right here. See, the urbanization process happens. It says, though the urbanization process happenings roughly at the same time in both territories, talking about Mesopotamia, Egypt, it must be stressed that the early Egyptian city-states were smaller, both in population, density, as well as in extension. Okay? That's a distinction right there. That's important to know. What I would like to tell you is that those communities on the Nile Valley, they start out mobile communities. In Mesopotamia, they were sedimentary villages. That's a distinct difference. So it wasn't like a population stand right here. They were moving back and forth. Like the Native Americans would move back and forth. Okay? Just want to put that out there. So I'm right here. Hold on. Okay. All right, let's see. So if we come here, okay, talk about the Delta real quick. Hold on. We'll come right here, okay? All right, y'all can get this article. It say, in the north, the territory opened itself to the great sea. That would be the Mediterranean. With the Delta region displaying increased levels of prosperity. Let's see. When compared to the south, watch this. The Mediterranean rules the curiosity of the Egyptian mind with the promise of new discoveries, adventures, and exchange with the ancient world. Okay? So they're looking at this area saying, man, that's the spot we go to. Not a spot we're starting to. Now watch this. This is going to be the distinguished factor. It says, despite... Go ahead, Brennan, you read this right here. Go ahead. All right, so... All right, so despite the existence of this northern challenge, the weight of the main geographical characteristics was heavier and presented them as determinant in the Egyptian choice for a political model. The monarch led by the pharaoh. Says, one can say that contrary to the Mesopotamian geography, the Egyptian one encouraged political unification in a centralized state that embraced the whole territory since its origins. At the end of the fourth millennia BC, the Southern Egyptian cities like Heraconopolis, Abydos, Nagata, and Tarkhan searched the unification of the land in order to make the better of the geographical conditions. Hence the Pharaoh emerged as a charismatic divine figure which materialized the central and unified force of the Nile. From then on, there were three major political periods in the history of this civilization, where unification was the rule, old, middle, and new kingdoms. Right? The, the moments of political fragmentation were short, right? in the long, in the, the Logu Deri, as always considered as a chaotic, disruption of the prime to the primeval primeval order or primeval order. So this is a point, okay. point right here. Yeah. At the end of the fourth millennium, the south, the southern Egyptian cities, like what? Nicolopolis, Abydos, Nakata, and Taharkin searched the unification of the land in order to make the better of the geographical conditions. Hence the pharaoh emerged as charismatic divine figure which materialized the central 
and unification force of the now. So we're talking about kingship coming from the self. We talk about the geography leading credence to this. I'm gonna say this again. That's an important part for you to get. We talk about the South in Egypt. The Pharaoh is coming from. Now watch how we do this. We're gonna move forward, okay? I thought we was just going to page seven. Hey, yo, you went a whole hour and a half. Be quiet. I got you. <laughs> you want to add something to that? You want to play? Or you want to let me finish? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Down. I'm winding it down. You, no, to say, you, I don't want to forget them. No, speak to that, though. Did I make that up? Well, I want to say something about what you said in the beginning, but, you know. All right, yeah, we can go back over page by page. I'm on page... Who we at? Page... You you want you want you want to dispute what that lady just wrote? You want to dispute no, that? I'm not disputing anything. I, right, I don't. Okay. I didn't hear anything that you read that disagrees with what I said. Okay, I don't know what that means. I'm not. I, don't, I have no idea what you mean. Now, where you at, Brandon? Go ahead. All right, so you're gonna start oh, at the top. Oh, no, is you trying to make an argument? No, I'm just. I'm. I'm reading. I'm making I'm, my point on what the Mediterranean is. I'm making my points here. Not arguing nothing. I'm responding. Well, at the end, you're going to give me a summary. You're going to summarize what your point is, right? Oh, I can tell you my point right now. that the, mm -hmm. I gave it earlier, if y'all wasn't listening. That there's a bowl, and in that bowl, there's Kool-Aid. But you need different <laughs> ingredients to come together to make that goddamn Kool-Aid. And it doesn't mean that that Kool-Aid, you, you have to separate the ingredients. All the ingredients went into the Mediterranean. Yeah, I always said that too. Okay, all right, so we good. I, say, I still ain't heard. Okay, no we good. So I just want to make sure you saying that. Just making sure, because somewhere along the line that translate you 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 do this. I heard a lot of people say, "Yeah, this is an indigenous African civilization." Then everything after that, you explain that shit to some far off land somewhere. I've heard it done, and it's very confusing. So I'm make I'm making. I, I do what I, I I was confused by that. I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> people will say that Egypt or Nubia or South Africa is an indigenous civilization, but were orientated to somewhere in the Far East. This is exactly what Europeans did. They orientated that shit to their homeland, which was the Mediterranean, which is, which is exactly what you're not supposed to do. You got to talk about what these people who's, who's homeland. Uh, don't do it. Hey, Corey, we got you on tape, Corey. Don't play the game. I don't know. Okay. All right. Book. So maybe I, that, that was cloudy. Young. I, okay. I can't. I'm not going to okay. argue with everything. I can't okay. argue. What I do want, I do want to say something about what you said in the beginning, though. I, if, if you're done. If you, I, I'm I not done yet because I, I ain't, you was jumping. You jumping. Don't be jumping. I'm gonna let y'all. No, I'm just saying. I, I've been, I've been waiting patiently. You haven't, like, man. You went a whole hour. Do I got to Let me tell you how long you. Went. Yeah, I, that was because I was down. on the panel by myself, though. You slowing me down. So you want me to start right. another show and finish it? I can. If, if, that's, <laughs> if that's what we asking for right now, I'll surely. No, nah, I just want you to go ahead. 
Okay, thank you. So don't don't rush. Right. You can't get rushed. You sat back. You had your air pilot shirt on. You had the Bears victory shirt on, and you were sitting back in the air pilot. You was dead chilling. I so felt some kind of way. I seen you be more out early. I feel, made me feel some kind of way. Yeah, because we that was. So a I had to go. All right, so go ahead. All right, go ahead. Go go ahead. Um. All right. So due to the proximity and intimate contact with the Mediterranean world, both Egyptian and Mesopotamian political models spread along the Great Sea. Uh, Naturally- it Spread. It spread along the Great Sea. Key word there is spread. Keep going. Man, what the? <laughs> Naturally adapting themselves <laughs> to those different contexts. There you go. <laughs> so, so, they, so they did what? They spread along the Great Sea, naturally adapting themselves to those, to those different contexts. They adapted to that environment. Different. Keep going. Go ahead, Brenda. All right. So throughout, throughout centuries, we identified not only Phoenician and Greek city states, but also Hellenistic monarchies in Anatolia and in Rome. And even though the imperial construction appears in Mesopotamian hmm. Egypt, later in the time, later in time, with the government of the Akkadian dynasty between the 24th and 22nd century BC, and during the New Kingdom period between the 16th and 11th century BC, one must say that this political model, which was fully developed by the Persians, Alexander the Great, and the Romans, also had its roots in these ancient civilizations. Right, so it's telling you that uh, Roman, Greece, and all that shit, they had its roots in these great civilizations right here. That's pretend. So let's move on, page 10. We're winding down. Oh my God, you said you were ending that page. So. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, I don't got to do this, so that. I can do this on another page. I can stop right now, because I'm, I'm I'm making it clear. Now, if you're strong no, in what you, think, you know, I'm making my point. Y'all can twist it and do it in kind of way you want to do it. I do not have a problem with that, brothers. I really don't. If you want to just talk against the article or act like you agree with the article and say something different, then by all means, you no, have to I don't want to Nobody is disagreeing with Thank the you. article, though, okay, bro. So <laughs> you trying to make us disagree with it. So where you at, Brendan? Go ahead, Brendan. We're right here. Now the rubber starts to meet the road. Here you go. Let's go. All right. Uh, cultural interactions, the scientific knowledge that preceded Logos. So throughout millennia, the Mediterranean stood as the privileged scenery for the rise and fall of several and distinct political projects. The Great Sea not only witnessed antagonisms and wars, but also dialogues and interactions because of its singular features, which enabled the contact between Africa, Europe, and Asia it was possible for different people from diverse backgrounds to come together and share the task of building the ancient world, creating and negotiating ideas, beliefs, and artistic canons. Stop for a minute. So this is very important right here. For the student to understand, because of the singular features, talking about the management, which enabled the contact between Africa, Europe, and Asia, it was possible for different, watch this, key word, it was possible for different people, not the same niggas that we hear, People say all the time, but for different people from diverse backgrounds to come together and share the task of building 
right, the ancient world, creating and negotiating ideas, beliefs, and artistic canon. Keep going, Brendan. The Mediterranean can thus be seen as a place where human creativity was combined and launched for the future. And so I'm always saying this, it's the combination of ideas and concepts made based off the geography. So the now doesn't allow for that, right? The now al allows people's flowing back and forth in Africa, but the Mediterranean allows three continents to come together, distinct, different people to come together. That's always been my stance. I'm not changing at this point. I'm right there where I want to be. I'm in what they call that sweet spot, right? Right here. I'm not saying no more than that, and I'm not adding shit to it. And I'm finishing on page 11. Page 11. Here you go. Let's see. Here you go. Go ahead. It's in Egypt, besides the incredible medical knowledge achieved, which were stimulated by the Neolithic a fundamental cult of the dead. Now stop for a minute. Now Nihilotic, I'm sorry. Stop. Let's look this word up. <laughs> Here you go. Nihilotic people. No, we don't know. I don't know. It ain't Egyptian. But go ahead. Nilotic peoples are people <laughs> indigenous to the Nile Valley who speak Nilotic languages. They inherit South Sudan, Sudan, Ethiopia, Uganda, Kenya, the Democratic, Democratic Republic of the Congo, Rwanda, and Tanzania. There you go. I'm going to leave it right there. We're going to stay where we at. Brendan, read that again, please, for me. They didn't say they was from Brandon, Egypt. Brandon, can you read that again for me? <laughs> In Egypt, besides the incredible medical knowledge achieved, which was stimulated by the nilotic fundamental cult of the dead. Stop. I want y'all to research that. Now, argue this shit, I refuse to. Simple as that. Keep going. Other what? Other breakthroughs were accomplished. The imperative need of establishing a calendar was felt by Egyptians, not only in order to control the Nile, but also to define the religious festivals. This led to remarkable advances regarding the knowledge about the, the firmament and the movement of the stars and planets. Stop. So I just want to stop mm -hmm. right here. Let's come to the other thing. Mm -hmm. Come to the other group of people. Go ahead, Brendan. Likewise. Man, I, it's so much I want to say. Just let me but... finish, bro. I'm, I'm at the <laughs> end, bro. I'm at the end. Either hold your horses. Go so ahead, says, Likewise, the Mesopotamian sages also looked at the movements of the celestial bodies in order to set up a calendar for their religious and daily life activities. Astronomy was thus taking its first steps in the banks of the Nile, the Tigris, and the Euphrates. Stop right there. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Where's these Semitic peoples at? Real quick. Okay, here you go. Go. Go ahead. Says, moreover, the Semites, whose presence in Mesopotamia is attested to the end of the fourth millennium BC, brought with them another particular interest that made their attention to be affixed in the sky. The search for divine messages concealed by the deities in the natural world. Stop right there. So they're talking about different groups of people, 
bringing what they had to the Mediterranean world. It named distinct populations. It talked about the Semites, it talked about the Egyptians, and it talked about the people from Mesopotamia. Simple as that, no arguing, no back and forth, this shit is clear. Ain't adding nothing to it, ain't making it what it ain't, ain't trying to say it's this, ain't trying to say it's that, it's none of this, none of that, ain't no back and forth, none of that. Finish them off with this, bro, and I'm done. I'm going to let them holler and scream and act like it ain't you making us disagree. You, I'm not making nobody do nothing. Go go call her ass up and argue with her. I'm not doing it. Go ahead. A deeper, go ahead, Brendan. I'm done. A deeper understanding of this ancient history of these ancient roots will allow the 21st century Western world to understand its cumulative identity, reconnecting modern society with their Middle East and African backgrounds. And perhaps the waters that once were the cradle of civilization and are nowadays transformed in an immense grave, uh, graveyard of people, of souls due to ignorance and prejudice against the alterity, which is part of the Western identity, can once again shine, enlightening the path of dreams and hopes for the modern world. Yeah, and I'm done with that. And, you know, shout out to the early. Uh, African-Americans that wrote the books like uh, um, Black Man and Nihilist Family, <laughs> Africa, the Mother of Western Civilization. Uh, uh, all those books actually speak to that um, from, a, from, from a non-expert point of view. So like we say, uh, non-experts are going to make far more mistakes, but they theme and what they were saying was clear, at least to me. And I will end with that. I'm not arguing that shit. If y'all want to say something about it, y'all can. I'm officially done with this subject. Any more information coming from me, y'all going to have to pay for it. And I promise you this. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. Do what y'all got to do. I'm done. Corey, let me go uh, first real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. I know you got a lot to say. Um, <laughs> now, I would say that, you know, I, I just preface my statements by saying that I hope you don't think that we are trying to disagree with the article. And it's disingenuous to frame us against the article like it's beating our argument up. Um, that's just trying to start an argument to put us against um, an article or a position that we have put forth in the first place. It's, how would you try to put us against a position that we put forth in the first place, we'll be crazy to start running at the at the article um, when it's echoing our position. So he went that long to try to act like we're saying something different than what the article is saying. Corey, you can go ahead. Yeah, that's and that's one of the first things I was gonna say is I, I didn't hear nothing in that article that disagrees with what I've said. Nothing in that article says anything different from what I'm saying. Right. All right. But and we can move forward then, uh Carl McCoy. There's nothing else to say, bro, because I didn't say y'all was nothing. I simply gave you my position. Well, well, it's, nothing it's, else to that. It's it's kind of the way but that you, you didn't change. You didn't change. If you didn't change, we wouldn't have been arguing that, yo. That's the point. 
Somebody got somebody has have to have changed their position. It's either us or you. Now, either we lying or you lying. Somebody got to make the distinction right now because right. it would have been it, it's crazy if we argued for five months and now we're both saying we're saying the same thing. Fuck no. Fuck no. Somebody change. And I know <laughs> I ain't changed. Well. I think you have, my brother. I think both of you brothers have changed based off of the weight of scientific evidence that mashed y'all heads through the concrete. Now y'all want to see that? Like y'all was always, y'all never was. In private little conversations. That's his shit. Sneak, but when you that's that's what he's saying. Corey is saying, yo, they the same niggas. If we, said, if we, he do like this. Yo, they the same niggas. He do like this. This whole show, this show supposed to have been about Wuja, right? This Sunday night, at we, the movie, supposed to have been about Wuja. Do I hear something? Let's move forward then. No, no, but you <laughs> had to get that off, and you, but to act like you love to argue with us. Hold on, hold on. You love to argue and tell us we was wrong. I want to. These niggas been wrong for the last ten years. Oh, <laughs> but you get off and telling us we fucking wrong. When you gonna tell these niggas they fucking wrong? Hold on, let me let me let me share my screen. Hold on, let me share my screen. Would you would you gonna present something counter that or you gonna be on the same thing? But you don't. No, I just I just want to uh I just wanna uh share something. That's all. Go ahead, I, and y'all had you had your time, so let's listen. Let's listen to Wuja and Sheffern, because I think both of these guys is reasonable, right? I think Sheffern is, is very reasonable. And I, and I think Wuja is reasonable, right? Okay. So let's listen to them have a conversation. Mm -hmm. A geographical conversation to to locate something in space, uh, on on the on the globe, on the on the Earth, on the map, and stuff like that. Um, the reference point of the Mediterranean Sea, you got twenty countries that that are are counted within that grouping. Egypt is one of them. So whatever Egypt does, Egypt, Egypt could be gambling. Egypt could be uh, uh, at a strippers club or whatever. It could be known for all that kind of stuff. It will always geographically be considered Mediterranean. So like I said, I want to put a full period on that and move forward. Now, when we talk about the culture, this is where people are, are misusing it. Because when I hear people talk about Egypt being a Mediterranean culture, skipping with skipping country culture people are using it as if to say that it's not an african culture no and i, and I no 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 wait 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 i'm and not saying and that's wait, the wait. bullshit but hold up but hold up but wait wait we can't be naive now shepherd i'm not accusing you of saying it so i so don't i don't want you to think that but wait 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 so, so, so hey, cory and everybody around them but, but wait but wait so wait wait same thing, the fallacy. So this is where y'all no, argument. No, no, no. Listen, I listen. Hold up, hold up. But Shepherd, let me just finish, because I can pull up receipts of clips, and and mm -hmm. and I, I I'm going. I can't. I'm not going to do it right now. It's late, but I am going to do it because I don't want you to think that I'm naive or I'm I'm doing some logical fallacy stuff. I can pull up Chief X saying it. I can pull up mm -hmm. conversations on this channel. Where some people said it, I don't even remember who said it, but I got, but I, I can, I got the receipts. Well, hold on, what did they say? They, they were saying, okay, okay, okay. They all look alike. They all eat here. the same food. Say, come on, man. 
Hold on, wait, wait. Here, here, with him. Okay, Egypt, here's the dude, dude that Egypt does participate in the greater motherfucking uh, Mediterranean world. Man, no, they no, trade that's not what I'm saying, man. Yeah, and they, they fight wars. People is the other people in the Mediterranean. Okay, they, so why they, they name it that then cool. So then give me a logical explanation on why is I'm saying in Africa was just as important to Egypt as the Mediterranean no, so, was. So okay, so listen. Do we agree so, to that? So so didn't I tell you that it was both Mediterranean, it was both Nile Valley, right? It, we, we said it was all of these things. It could be more than one thing, y'all. I just want to pause it right there. Because Chevron didn't even have to argue with Uncle a few minutes ago, right? All he had to do was let me play the video. He's saying he'd been saying this five. This was five months ago. Y'all can go look on the pseudo killers channel. This is five months ago, right? I'm gonna I'm okay. play. I'm, hey, I'm, Corey. Hey, I'm gonna play a little bit more. Hold on, let hey, me play because I'm about to prove you. Watch how you dive out the window. Watch how I make you run. Go ahead, play. Watch. Yeah. Watch how you okay. run. All right, I'm just, I just want no, to go ahead, go, go. Go ahead, I'm going to play it. Go. But every time somebody say Mediterranean, we get all of this fucking pushback, yo. Do you know why, though? Go Is ahead, a logical answer for that, though, yo. Or am I just a crazy-ass nigga? At the so end of my life. You do too much. No, so I, well, all, I'm, all I'm saying is that the way that the conversation has been unfolding for the for the past like six months now to me, which is crazy to me, um, is people are using the geographical proximity of Egypt to the Mediterranean as as a weapon. They're weaponizing that that geographical fact because I'm, I'm willing to mm -hmm. say that as a fact in the period. People are weaponizing that to try to go against and do overkill. <laughs> and go against go against Afrocentrists and blackologists and all this other kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and a, yeah, ca a case in, ca a case that. a case in point is the person the person who's championing that and 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 people people I've heard on this channel not too far behind, but Chief right. X is one of the main <laughs> cheerleaders for that. Yeah, so, oh, right. I'm in that car. I'm in that car. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so you okay. yeah so you uh -huh. yeah okay so I'll put you in the car. So so yeah, what I'm and what and what I'm saying and what I'm saying is that. That I think in a bigger scheme of things, I think that that should stop and people should just acknowledge what the reality is. The reality Fact. is, yes, is, is yes, Egypt is a country that's included in the, in the Mediterranean 20 countries. So by that definition, by geography, it's a Mediterranean country. The culture, though, is the culture gets its origin and genesis from the south. People I ain't brought, talking about the origin. No, I, I, but I'm saying the genesis. What, what I'm saying that that everything that we call in ancient Egypt, all the things that we love, its iconography, its its writing system, its its all that kind of stuff, has a genesis in the south, and 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 the way the the cultural movement came from us. But that's the part I still don't really understand. What oh, he, see, that's what you fuck it all up, dog. I still don't see? understand what he mean by that. See, like, all right, we done. All right, we gonna move. I don't, forward. I don't understand. Though. All right, we done. I, I don't care if you don't understand now. I don't care. We done. Why? Ahead, why? why? I'm, I'm I don't just, care. I mean, I don't care. Go ahead. I'm not arguing with you. Since you don't understand that, that's why we here, bro. We here because of that. Well, you, maybe you, you seen the article say that. that. The article just told you the shit was coming from the south and how everybody he went said, to the Mediterranean no. 
It said all that, bro. The, article, the article said no, they got didn't. some of the medical knowledge from what? the Nubians that the no, what you just even... read. Man, man, Brendan, no, Brendan, what did that article just say? No, man, that was late on. Oh, hold on, let me stop sharing. Let me stop sharing. Yeah, I'm done. I don't care, yo. We, we can do the replay. I'm done. Seriously, bro. If that's no. all you heard. You was eating. I'm no. done. It no. the kingship coming from the south, yo. And then I went on down and and pulled out some 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 burial practice from the dead and all that. Come on, dude. But it say the kingship started in the name of southern cities. It did that. No, nobody's I, I, talking about the kingship. Huh? I didn't. I didn't say anything. The, 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 what the fuck, yo? That's the whole thing. It's no, I'm kingship. talking about the population. Hey, Brendan, go ahead and pay the bill. All right, yo, I'm done, yo. I, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm seriously, yo. I ain't doing it, yo. Because, because, see what you're doing right now? You're doing exactly what I said you was going to do. You're going you're gonna to say you agree to Wuja and all that. Then, right in the video. No, you know, I don't say that. With every no, word. Chef said, yeah. uh, right, I'm in the call with him on that. He explained yeah. it and said, yeah, I'm with that. So that's my whole point. Y'all say one thing yeah. and do another. That's no, why I ain't no. done. <laughs> you it don't make no sense, dog. Like, okay, man, I'm, with, I'm you done. You can go ahead. I'm, I'm not speaking on that no more. I'm done. Seriously, you can go ahead and make your point, and I won't follow up on it. Make a good one. No, I just think you're misunderstanding on that. That's fine. You know? Possibility, yo, I'm not an expert, yo. Maybe later on in life, yo, I'll come back to this and revisit it. But right now, yo, based off that reading of that article, based off the article you presented a couple of days ago, yo, I'm riding with that to the motherfucking wheels fall off, yo. And to more information come and change that. I'm done. But go ahead, Brennan, yo, strike up the video, yo. Oh, shit. All right. So getting back to the topic of the flat earth. I presume. Oh, uh, right. Well, it's, it's 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 partially flat earth and partially what mm -hmm. I what I said earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Because because what what you just read in that book uh, earlier, um, yeah. mm -hmm. the uh, weird earth or whatever. Yeah. It 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 talks it talks about um, just what I was talking about earlier, right? And you heard Sanchez reference earlier the whole Egypt shit, right? Mm -hmm. uh, hey, you, and that's what I was saying. Um, like, you got to acknowledge that the Egypt shit, right? The whole holding on to that bullshit, right? That's a catalyst to, to the bullshit, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, but it's the misinformation, though. It's the misinformation and the misunderstanding of Egypt. Is yeah, but it, you, they it's ain't the got the information around it. My, they just my use point, the word. My point is, my point is uh, they ain't got no business over there in the first place. Man, whatever, yo. I'm just saying it's the misuse of information that is the, the, the reason why it gets to them. Let me tell you why it gets to them, uh, because they think it's them. That's why. That's why it, it resonates with them. All right. They actually right. think they Egyptian. And they Hutch, Hutch, think they, they queens and kings and shit. And Hutch said it best on your show um, that you did before this show, Corey. He said the whole conscious community was based off of reclaiming ancient Egypt. Yeah. The whole basis. 
the whole Almond Raw squad, all of this shit was based off of reclaiming ancient Egypt. That's why we're here. No, that's a that's lot. the elephant in the room. No, the elephant in the room is you don't know. That's the elephant in the room. I don't want to hear you talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so the whole Armstrong squad wasn't based off of doing nothing. I ain't gonna let y'all lie to me. I'm gone. I'm I'm gone. I'm not gonna let y'all lie. Bye. Yeah, get out. Go. You out of there. Hit Doug Holland and run. Hit Doug Holland and run. You gonna sit there and tell me why I started the Armstrong squad? That's some sick ass shit right there. That shit don't make no damn sense. That wasn't in my damn mind reclaiming no damn Egypt. My shit was always at least in me, though. Uh huh. You gotta at least I'm not admitting it, man. I ain't never agreed with the position of Sanchez in the pseudo-scientific community on Egypt. Go find a video when I said African Americans was Native Americans or fucking Egyptians, then I'll apologize. Until you find that video, I got thousand shit, nigga. Go find that video when I said that. Go do that. He I ain't never what said that. He's not talking about that. No, you, but I'm right. saying the Umbrella Squad one did the, it's just the name, nigga. <laughs> Y'all tripping with the name. That's you know, not what we're talking about. Damn, Egypt, we, my, my shit was evolution, yo. Right? No, no well, the, the whole thing, let's go back to Haskell's statement. Let's let's not even. Yeah, but he's talking about, he ain't talking about me. He talking about the conscious. I was always anti-conscious community, dog. Not that's that's why it's horrible to do that. Because remember, I'm that guy who everybody hated. I was the different guy. Remember, I'm the different guy. Didn't say I was perfect, uh, Corey, but I was definitely that different nigga. And everybody was saying, yo, you attacking the elders. Yo, you're against Egypt. Yo, you're against... Yo, that was me, yo. It's kind of hard to put me in that bro. I'm going to have to share my screen again here, man. Uh, this ain't a video. Just I'm just... Going to put keep us in in order. And Brendan, um, you can go ahead here. I'm gonna share my screen just for a brief second, just briefly, and then you can you can take it away, Brendan. Because I I want to keep I want to keep this in mind while we talk about this because it seems like you know. I'm crazy or something. I think Unc, you should be trying to make it seem like I'm crazy, man. I don't appreciate that, man. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. It's just, it seems like that sometimes. Man. How are you going to tell me what I was thinking in my mind? That's crazy, yo. You ain't making no sense. No, no I wasn't. Uh, all the rules Mediterranean niggas, the same niggas still. Yeah, he's still saying yeah. that. That's, That's what I'm saying. He ain't that. saying what that article's saying. That's saying look, that article look, clearly saying well, different people came into that motherfucker. And then named them. Look, when, I, when, I, when I talk about... Semites? No, I don't know. Listen, I don't know, listen. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to explain myself. Yeah, please do. Because obviously all the Mediterranean, there's yeah. there's diversity along the Mediterranean. Nah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say there's not. Mm-hmm. But when I talk about these this region right here. This is this is this region that I keep talking about right here. The region. I don't give I don't give a fuck about because you got three continents in this region right here. So I don't give a damn which continent the niggas is on. Choose one. It don't matter to me, right? This region, these niggas on right. This 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 region right here. 
this is what I'm talking about when I talk about all these niggas. All right, bro. It's the same niggas. Look at look at Cairo. Look at downtown, downtown Egypt. Then come right here. Look at Jerusalem. Look at where look at where uh, 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 Jesus was born. Right. The river. This is this is you see the Sinai Peninsula here, mm-hmm. North and South Sinai. Um, you see that. Mm-hmm. You know that's Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. That's Egypt. Mm-hmm. Where Israel at? You see Israel mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You see the Gaza. You got the Gaza Strip right there, Gaza, right? You got Jordan and all of that right there, mm-hmm. Jerusalem, all that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Nazareth. <laughs> Then in the backyard, right? In the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. Look, look, look who you got in the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. The other boys, the other Arab, the, the your, your other Arab niggas. This whole region, right? The biblical Islam, Quran, uh, 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 Pentateuch, uh, Tanakh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> into top. <laughs> uh, the the book of the dead, uh, all of it, man. This where you get the shit at, right? And this region is responsible for some of the greatest things, right? But also, they're responsible for for the most bullshit in the world. And we keep on drawing ourselves somehow to this region. First, we Christians. Then we don't want to be Christians no more. So we then we go to Islam. Then we don't want to be Islam no more. Then we reclaim Cairo, Alexandria, and, and, and the rest of it, right? Corey, <laughs> you're having two different conversations. You need to slow down. You, 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 you're bringing no. this. Most no, I'm into a geographical man, one. Again, again, Greece, Croatia. Where, I'm not talking Spain. about Greece. Is not in the, all Greece. of this. All Greece. of this Greece is the is Mediterranean. So when you refer, Greece is not to, in this picture. Greece ain't in this picture. No, no, you can't. You can't. When you Greece say Mediterranean, when you say Mediterranean, you can't. Well, I'm talking about a specific region in the Mediterranean. Okay, Corey, I know. I know that it is a Mediterranean. That's we not look a conversation that we even and we have. can look at now. You're moving the goalpost. No, I'm not moving the goalpost. Actually, you're, you're actually you actually are, because when we're having a conversation about the Mediterranean, and I keep insisting, no, it's not. It's because the Mediterranean is a big place. Twenty countries. It is. It is. So so it is. now. When when you when you quantify that conversation, it's kind of confusing. When you narrow it down to a region, it's not. So the I'm talking about a region now. Now outside of the Mediterranean, because that particular region right there has a specific mm-hmm. name. Within the Mediterranean, it has a specific name, just like I, up I, by the I said that earlier. If you would have watched my video earlier, I actually said that it it it. 
jogs my mind, right? The name of that specific, the name of it, right? So I didn't, I didn't say that, but I'm, I have it up here. You know what I'm talking about because I actually have it on the screen, right? So why you bringing Greece up? It, it, it I don't understand why it, it you bring because Greece when we up. talk about the Mediterranean, I gotta be talking talk about, about the, when we talk about the Mediterranean. To. Right, mm -hmm. we're talking about the Phoenicians, we're talking about the Greeks, we're talking about we're talk, the yes, and broadly, so, yes, we're talking about all of those, yes. But, but earlier, you when I said that earlier, right, because I talked about the Mediterranean broadly, right, you had an argument when I included Egypt in that. You said I couldn't, uh, there, there was an argument, but now, now here, you're talking about all these 20 countries that make up. The Mediterranean, as I was arguing earlier, that Egypt was one of those, right? I already argued that, but now it's I'm a, having it's a country bordering the Mediterranean. It's not a Mediterranean culture. Now I'm going to stay right where I argued. It's one of the countries that is on the Mediterranean. It's not a Mediterranean culture. I must stay right where I am. It's one of them. All of these, all of these countries, it's not, they, it's they not have a, a they Mediterranean have a culture. culture. There is no they, culture that unifies them. To be to 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 unify them to the Mediterranean. No, I beg to it's just a I geographical location, and I think it's just a geographical I, I location. Okay, good. So I'm gonna say it again. Yeah, Egypt I, is not I think a Mediterranean culture. Article just refuted that. He just refuted that. Article just refuted that. Uh, no, it didn't. No, it actually didn't. But anyway, well, you give me an article that say that say what you're saying. Show me something that says what you're saying. Cause I've I've pulled up everything that everything everything that, that I pulled up say. everything that because everything you, that I've said. Hold on, now we're hold out of the Mediterranean because you're not pulling things up. And we're, we're right now up. in the Levant. Cedric, we left the Mediterranean and we're in the Levant. We left the Mediterranean and we're now and we're now strictly in the Levant. So now you move the goalposts. No, I'm not moving. You're not hearing. You don't understand what my argument is. First, you have to understand what my argument is. Now I'm talking. Now I Maybe sound like argument was flawed. Maybe but, your argument was flawed because when you refer to the Mediterranean, I asked specifically: Are these are these still all Mediterranean niggas? Based on the article that yeah, yes, read? they are. Yes. Okay, I respect. They are you. all Mediterranean niggas. Yes, I'm they done. are. So the Greek you too, didn't word it. You the didn't Spaniards it. too, the First. Italians too. I'm not the, even the Croatians too. You, so you didn't word it that way at first. All but. of that is Mediterranean. Are the huh? are the Sicilians? No, like, all of what, that is what? Mediterranean. So they're not Mediterranean niggas. There's no Sicilian. Cedric, can, can I make my point real quick? Because not you, you're taking me down a rabbit hole that don't make sense here. Right. Let me let me no, let me just I'm, I'm actually showing you that your arguments don't. You're asking make me sense about being me. Sicilian. I'm actually I'm because, actually because you're Mediterranean that your does not automatically make, make sense. Sicilian. No, because you're Mediterranean does not automatically make you Sicilian. No, Cedric. Hey, 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 Corey. What? Go ahead. If we just stop saying they the same niggas, because the article actually no. showed distinct cultures going into that, yo, and it's like no. a, a you, no. it's called an area of confluence. So 
They actually not the same niggas. The Mediterranean. They ideas to that area, bro, that would flourish. No, I'm just saying the article I read never said that. Let me let me fin- let me let me clarify this for y'all because y'all y'all keep arguing. I'm not. I'm, I'm just my, saying, but 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 I, I gave you all but the. But that's not that's not what I'm saying though. Let so so how do we miss each other? We're, I'm just saying, let's do this. Well, let me. Where are we because y'all each other won't never let me clarify. You right, will never clarify. be on the panel. You'll never no. be on the panel while we get clarity, and then while I'm talking, you don't ever want to hear me talk. No, that's why I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you and Cedric going. I'm not going back and forth with uh, you no more. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, listen. Listen to this. I say you trying listen. not to drown yourself right now. I'm done. I did what I did. I'm, I'm not. No, not, not, y'all still have yet to it's show right. me something that disagrees so, so with listen, what I'm so, saying. Yeah, I thought. But, I thought the article just read agrees point. with you. It didn't. I didn't say it. Agree. I'm saying you have yet to show me that this show me something that disagrees with me. Okay, That's so we're fine though. We're on the same page that auto got read. I, I don't need to let me finish my point. Go ahead, and I'm gonna move on. Go ahead. Fine. I do too. I do too. <laughs> Go ahead. My point, my point is uh-huh. because Cedric and you keep saying no, Cedric. Me, no, I didn't say what no. Cedric said. Don't mix me up. You actually did. You actually did. And I'm I actually did this because I actually, from, I actually told you. Well, let me address you. Anybody not, can do the rewind separate, of the show. Let me separate you from Cedric. I'll, you. I'll address you one by one. All right. Yeah. This one goes out. This one goes out to you, right? Yeah. So <laughs> So when I'm talking about the Mediterranean, okay, right, I'm talking about, and I say Egypt uh-huh. is one of the Mediterranean cultures, right? Uh-huh. I'm trying to let y'all understand that things could be more than one thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I could be a brother, a uncle, and a cousin, mm-hmm. all at the same time, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be one or the other. You, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, in it being a Mediterranean one of the Mediterranean cultures, right? Uh-huh. It's also located in what we call the Levant, uh-huh. right? Now, Jerusalem, the niggas, the, the Israel niggas, them niggas is, is uh, Mediterranean too, right? But they also Levant niggas, right? It don't mean, now I'm not saying because you're Mediterranean, again, that don't mean you're you're Sicilian somehow. I'm not. I'm that. I don't know where yeah, that came said, from or how that came that. about. Right? No, he actually was Sicilian he, Mediterranean. That's what he said. Yes, they they are right. But right. Be, just because you're Sicilian, just because you're Mediterranean, doesn't make you Sicilian, right? Same thing with Egypt. Just because you're Mediterranean, doesn't mean you're Egyptian, right? So, um, again, Egypt is one of the Mediterranean cultures. It's also uh, happens to be in North Africa on the, on the continent of Africa, right? It, it, it also is what we call the, the, uh, a geopolitical term called the, the Middle East or, or, uh, uh, Near East, right? And it's also in, in the Levant. So I'm just saying, and then when I say, uh, when I'm talking about all the same niggas, right? I'm talking about the Egyptian niggas and, and, the, and, the, and the, the, all the biblical niggas and the Quran niggas, right? I'm saying 
all them niggas, right? The 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 Pentateuch and the, and the Tanat niggas, right? All them niggas is the same niggas. That's that's what I'm talking about. They right here sleeping on top of each other, right, lying right. and cheating and stealing from each other for right. for, for, for life, and they still okay. doing it today. But I'm gonna let Brendan go ahead. I'm done. That's my point. Gotcha. All right. All righty. So swinging back to the uh, original topic, I guess you know we were talking about the the flat Earth and the uh, the 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 premiere that Brother Unk did over at the uh, Brother Sanchez channel, right? Of uh, this this particular clip, right? Just to kind of frame. Well, well, well let me try to uh, frame this a bit, right? In terms of the discussion before we just jump right into the uh, the video. Now, Unk, you made you you made reference to a particular word on the panel yesterday is the, the word is called geodesity, right? Yep. And, and one of the interesting things about geodesity, if you actually take a look and you look up the term, right? It's, a, it's an entire you know, field of study that deals fundamentally with three things when you're talking about the earth, right? So, it, so for one, it talks about the shape and structure of the earth, right? From a scientific perspective, right? The second is, is the earth's orientation in space. Right. And one of the third things that it's concerned with is gravity. So all of these different aspects, right? Geodesity actually studies this. Right. And I asked the question, you know, to the panel, and it was quite a few flat earthers um, that were uh, on the panel with him. He was like, hey, have you guys ever heard of the term geodesity? Right. And it was sort of like crickets. Right. He's like, OK, well, no one really knows what that is, which was very interesting to me. Is that because everything that these guys, they built an entire community, right, around a scientific concept or a scientific field of study, right, that they're co completely oblivious to, right? So this, this whole concept of, of geodesity, right, that's just, that's just one point, right? Now, to their credit, right, I give, I give Brother Sanchez's, um, uh, his community credit because they do make very intuitive arguments, Right. Um, like, for instance, they, they they say, hey, you know, I you know, this whole idea of this oblong spheroid or this uh, th this globe Earth doesn't make sense to me. I go outside and I look and I, I see everything looks flat to me. Um, what about this whole idea of gravity? What about I go outside? I don't see stars moving. I don't see things moving around like you got like the scientific explanation says. Right. They make very intuitive arguments. But the problem is, is that science is counterintuitive. You know, we always say that. Right. And and, and as well, you have to really, really uh, kind of dig into some of the arguments and some of the stances that the guys uh, take, because not everyone inside of the uh, flat earth community agrees with the same uh, concepts. Like, for instance, and, and there's a lot of overlap with other uh, other things, such as like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Some believe that the earth of the young earth. Some of them believe that the earth is around 6,000 years old, right? Which aligns with the biblical narrative that, um, that, that Corey talks about, right? Some of them actually believe the flat earth is also hollow, right? Some believe in this, the, the, the existence of the luminiferous ether, right? Which is an, a very <laughs> old, <laughs> you see, you've, heard, you've heard of that one before, right? You know, Brother Sanchez on the, on the panel yesterday, he talked about the existence of the ether, right? Which was first postulated by Rene Descartes, which is this, this substance that permeates the universe, 
right? That allows for the propagation of light, right? It's been debunked, you know, many hundreds of years ago, right? Also some, if you look at it within the, um, within the chat, some of them actually believe in simulation theory, right? So it depends on who you're actually talking to, right? Within the flat earth. That's why I think, uh, you know, having asking questions is very, is very uh, helpful when you're having these conversations with people who mm -hmm. believe in the flat earth, mm -hmm. right? Because again, right, a lot of their arguments are very intuitive, but science is, is, is not, is not intuitive in its very nature. Brendan. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm putting this, this on. You know, you know, the one question they can never answer, they can mm -hmm. never present a model. Mm. They cannot present a model. The discussion ends before it starts, watch your model. Present a model that represents all aspects of what goes on on planet Earth. Right. Just right. give me a model. They can't. Right. And, Conversation and the, ends there. And, and to this whole idea, right? You make people that are making these common sense based arguments or these these arguments based on intuition, right? It goes back to a very fundamental logical fallacy. Right. I'm, I'm not sure how, how many in the panel have, have, or, um, you know, people that are listening have heard of this particular logical fallacy, but it's very akin to the argument from ignorance. Right. There's a logical fallacy called the argument from incredulity. Right. I'm sure you've you've heard of heard of it, Cedric. Right. Oh, yeah. The, they the use it all the time. Right. The, the argument from incredulity says that when a person makes an argument that, well, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, the, the globe Earth. How could that be? That does, just doesn't make sense. It, it, it defies common sense, right? Tell me something about reality. I can't see a, a, a globe Earth, right? It doesn't make sense. Just because something doesn't make common sense to you, that does not mean that it's not accurate. Right? How does the water stay on the planet on the other side? Right. How, yeah, does it yeah. how, how, how could that happen? How how could that be right? It just it just doesn't make sense, right? That's the argument from incredulity, right? And again, it's based on a logical fallacy. But this particular video that I'm gonna play, this goes to so, the uh, so Brendan, hmm? before you put it up, I just yep. got the term up here that I want everybody to see, right? Geodesy, right? right. And it's simply the Earth science, right? Mm. Of accurately measuring and understanding Earth's figure. Mm -hmm. geometric shape and size, orientation in space and gravity. So, you know, like if, if you're not really acquainted with this, right, even you go to the definition, uh, it is primary concern with the positioning within the temporal varying gravitational field. Geodesy in the German speaking world is defined to a higher geodesy. It's a which is concerned with measuring the earth on a global scale and practical geodesy or engineering geodesy, which is concerned with measuring specific parts or regions of the earth and which includes surveying. So we have land surveyors, right? Uh, geodesic, geodesic operations are also applied to the astronomical bodies in the solar system. It is also the science of measuring, understanding earth's geometric shape orientation in space and gravitational field. And this is just important, right? In any conversation. Like, so so for me, when we're having these conversations, man, we just need to, if we don't understand geodesy, 
if we don't understand Mediterranean, what it is, we'll end up misusing it. You know, like, so the flat earthers, watch this, they, mis they misuse uh, 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 the information that says the earth is round. They misuse it because they don't even understand that there's an actual field study in that. So they say, well, it can't be round because of this, 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 and this, right? But if they took, not, they don't have to take, if they just looked at some videos on geodesy, right? And read some articles on geodesy, even read the Wikipedia article, they would know if they want to uh, 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 relate the earth to being flat, that there's actually science out there that will let them know if those statements are right or wrong. Or make any sense. Yes, they, you know, I would know that. Sorry. I'm just saying they, they just would know that. And so for two years, we argued over the orientation. Watch this. We actually argued over the orientation of the Egyptians. Remember how the conversation started two years ago? And I said, yo, they was never orientated to the Mediterranean. That that wasn't their orientation. They, they culture was not, they, or, they, they culture was orientated. To what? To the death cult. I talked about that in the southern region. High move. I talked about that. So now that we have arrived at a situation where we talk about Mediterranean, it's the misuse of it that gets us mad and crazy because Europeans misuse that term. Like that's part of the study to know that that they misuse that term. And I showed you breasted in them, then raiding race theory out of Mediterranean. They misuse that now that we want to use it properly then let's use it properly. So it's always this. It's always a back and forth. So the question is, how do we determine, how do we determine what's right? We'll read scholarly articles on it and all scholarly arguments will first let you know that the culture comes from south to north and that they participated in this particular region and based off of the participation in that region, yeah, I'm saying a collection of ideas come together Right, that would be called the Mediterranean. And the people that participated in there will say that's a Mediterranean culture. But if you don't say that, your mind is gonna always go back to the to the busting of your head by racist people, the same way monkey and ape. Right? If you're not clear when you say ape and great ape and make those distinctions, you will always think we're talking about our ape that's living today or a damn monkey that has a tail. So, so we have to be concise, right? And making our points and we got to be crystal clear, right? And the study of the orientation of the earth and the study of the Mediterranean, all these things gotta be crystal clear. Or we'll just keep missing each other and argue. And then at the end of the day say, whoa, whoa, who was, whoa, we're saying the same thing then, right? Cause that's what the study gonna do. It's gonna put you on the same page. How do we get you. back here? How do we get to? back here from the flatter? You don't even say hi though. How do we get back? You don't, you don't even say hi. You, you just come on crazy. How did you... Go ahead, yo. Say hi. We know everybody, yo. Yo, we went to Sanchez, right? And the argument that you made over there, and somehow brought it back to the Mediterranean. To tell niggas, to tell niggas that point. they were wrong and didn't understand the Mediterranean. Huh? We were still on Sanchez. We were still on Sanchez, say, bro. 
these guys. No, no and, I just went on a tirade about the it, it, actually, it actually wasn't a tirade. It was showing how how not studying something in its proper context oh. or have you confused. And that was my point. I could so, say that. Yeah, you, so you took a nut because you wasn't really done with, you said you was done with the whole Egypt Mediterranean thing, but you wasn't because you had to take another shot. But I sure he wasn't done, my nigga. But I sure he wasn't talking to you because you was gone. That's all I'm I saying. You, you, you wasn't. I'm just, you. I'm just showing that you you're, show? not, you're not being fair, yo. I actually am done. So, so can you I... You just took I, another shot. I didn't take a shot at you. On the you wait a minute. Hold on. Excuse me. Don't say nothing. Let's have Let's have to go. I thought you agreed. I'm getting back out of here. I'm leaving. Yeah, I I'm thought out. you agreed with that, though. My fault. I apologize. No, I we were. It, the conversation was supposed to be. I want to take a shot at you because you agree. You, co- you made Corey in and you said you wasn't talking about it no more. No, so I, you, I said I'm not arguing so, about so, that. So, I thought we all agreed no, we agreed, though. So you don't agree. No, you cut Corey off like it was time agree. to move on. So you but don't agree, really Chef? Wasn't done. You just Chef, want, so you agree? You just ain't so want to hear him no more. Chef, you don't agree? You just ain't want to hear him no more. Chef, that's not and true. I didn't crazy. cut that man off. I didn't cut that you man did, off, Chef. Yo, you act like no, the conversation Chef. was over no, on I that said I'm, I'm saying I'm no longer arguing, right? Since we all agree, you said you agree, right? So then if we all agree, then there's no argument. And, and, and my, have I lost my mind or something? Right, yeah. Cedric, if we all agree, then... We all agree. I ain't arguing right, so, no more. I, I, I said what I said. I said we don't have to argue. So if I make a statement, no then the statement's for those who don't agree. Maybe I'm just yeah. joking. It's just a statement. That's all it was. I, I wasn't going to continue. But if we all agree with that, if we all agree on what the Mediterranean what? culture is, then what are we arguing for then? There is no argument. I'm done. Right. <laughs> I'm done. Right. So I'll continue to make my statements and show how we can go two years. We go two years because of a simple thing. Understand what is meant. Do not use monkey or ape in the improper context and nobody will argue with you with evolution, right? Do not misuse, understand geodesy and nobody will argue with you over the shape of the earth because we already know it's not round. So if you're saying that it's not round, then the study of geodesy will let you know that we all understand that it's not round. So why are we arguing? Get the point? Go ahead, play the video though, Brendan. All right, so let's uh, share this. Let me know if you can actually see this first. And just uh, to kind of tee up what this particular segment, again, the the video is, quite long. I think it's like a five hour stream, but this particular section of it, and this is, uh, can be very near and dear to our, our brother, uh, Air, airplane James. This is, uh, this is when Sanchez, uh, went in and he was talking about the, uh, the, the altimeter, right. One of the, um, one of the, uh, one of the tools inside of an airplane to measure the altitude, right. Of, of the aircraft. So, uh, without that, I'll just go ahead and start. Point, oh, yeah. Let me know if you can hear this. Any of y'all watch football, right? Yeah. Okay, in basketball. So in football, say, say, say you line up and, you, and, and say you playing a defensive back and the running back break out on the left side and he's going down the sideline. The defensive back is coming from the other sideline. In your mind, you automatically calculating the speed that the running back is running. But it ain't the same. Uh. Let, let me make my point. 
Uh, then you got to converge on that running back. Whenever a person misses a tackle, that meant they did the equation wrong because both objects are moving. Just like, just like in space, we're in space. Earth is moving, the more everything is moving, right? So there's a calculation that will allow you to have the proper entry points. You gotta have you gotta have a point when you're leaving, and you gotta be able to land back on Earth, just like when a plane takes off. So, so for for for, for what y'all saying to be right, all air traffic controllers, all pilot pilots would actually have to have been taught the flat Earth model so they can even fly in direct planes. Yeah, they probably they would have to know that. Simple as that. Yeah. That's, that's deep that you say that. They would have to know that. That's deep. That's, I gotta, that's, that's, that's okay. deep. That's false. That's false. Hey, bro. Bro, but, but, bro, that's false. But guess what? Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm finna prove to him right now all pilots are taught flat earth, and if they didn't know flat earth, they wouldn't be flying. Do you hear that, James? All pilots are taught the flat earth model. You may not know it, but you are a flat earther, brother, based on this logic. <laughs> you see, they come with the conspiracy theories and they apply cognitive dissonance. Oh. No matter what evidence you show them, they're going to spin it. Look at this nonsense. I'm finished. I'm prove to him. A pilot might not know that they've been taught flat earth, but everybody mute up. Oh, Y'all no. might right. know know what I'm doing, but I'm finna show Unc something that, that's, that, that, that's real powerful. Here's how a pilot is taught uh, flat earth. If you look at the flat earth right here, Unc, right? Mm -hmm. And the main mm -hmm. thing that a pilot gotta master is his altitude indicator. If he don't master this, he'll be dead in no time, trust me, because he don't yeah, know how. That's what happened to Kobe and them. Right. So, so check this out. You're right. So check this out. If you look at how this thing is made, it's actually modeled after the flat earth right here. You see it? I tell you what, he is a very creative mind. He has a very creative mind. Maybe maybe overactive a bit, right? Flat earth. Right. I'm going to show you. Look, everything right. down to the needle in the middle that's pointing you to where you at, which is God right here with the pitchfork in the okay. middle, or Jesus on okay. Mount Calvary with his arms open. See, this right here is technology. See, that it, your altimeter, see, James, the altimeter in your aircraft, right? Hallelujah. It's a model of Jesus on Mount Calvary. Jesus <laughs> and, on the cross. And, and, and a combination of that and the flat earth model. So... I don't know. Brendan, can I ask you a basic question? Go ahead. Um, why would Jesus or symbolism of Jesus be used in the in the alt <laughs> in the alt I, I, I think I think he's gonna he's gonna give you a hint why, right? And and it goes and it goes into the his 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 rationale behind why he makes some of these arguments. So wow. yeah. But it's spirituality too, and I'm trying to mix. I'm mixing science and religion. Um, guess what? That ain't been done in a long time. It's because I cracked nope. the code. It's oh, you see, see, he told you what he's doing. He's mixing science and religion. It hasn't been done in a long time, right? Taking us back to church. All right, all right. So let's see. Now, now we've tried that before, right? <laughs> Yes. And how, how did that work out 
for humanity, mixing science and religion, right? I think we, we ended up, we ended up having this whole thing, work. right? We we ended up having this whole thing called the uh, the Inquisition. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that, I think um, let me see, I'm I'm a pin this. Plus, man, we we want to let everybody on our platform, so I, I dropped that link. Um, so I'm gonna pin the, the the thing up there. You want to come and jump into your discussion? Yeah. yeah, peace to brother James. I see you just jumped on. Yeah. And again, um, yeah, er, early in my career, I, I I told told the brothers this before. Um, I actually worked in flight simulation. So um, you know, in terms of what you're you're seeing here, this is like one of the me, a mechanical uh, altimeter, right? Um, in in modern day you know aircraft, right? You would have more of a, a digital uh, instrument. To, to, to measure that that altitude but this you know it's more it's, it's one of the the older traditional ones and uh james can actually uh probably describe the function or the how how this actually works from a scientific perspective um but if i'm not mistaken i think it uses barometric pressure right to um to 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 calculate the altitude of the aircraft right so there should not be a divide between science and religion because all of them understand that energy exists and it can't be created. That's mean you acknowledging God. You acknowledging an energy that's been here that we didn't put here. So my thing is what was the split though? What caused the split when we stopped thinking spiritually with our technology, we started building technology for control ah. instead of for the upliftment of humanity. Please. But check yeah. this out. All right. So, so uh, Why, uh, again, that, just a very, I'm, I'm sorry. The, hey, what's I'm going sorry. on? What's going on, James? I, Go ahead. I just say hello. How, how, how's it going this weekend? And uh, this is how it sounds when pseudo speak. To reference this instrument, an attitude indicator, and and call a component a pitchfork. I mean, it is the height of stupidity. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to preface that. I'm not going to teach this instrument. This is very, very important. I'm not going to teach you guys this. Uh, 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 you know, these up here, um, uh, what, what this is, is it, it's a very expensive science. And, um, you know... Uh, <laughs> I just want to say that I think by now you guys realize that whoever was speaking on this to explain a flat earth is completely absurd. That is a globe and it represents the horizon in the middle and only a portion of the horizon, not flat earth. Just wanted to say that. Go ahead. That's a good explanation. See how simple that explanation was. It's actually a globe and that, and that line represents the horizon. <laughs> right. right. And orientated. So you try to keep yourself orientated. Yeah. Fuck and you know what? Some up. of the some of the best explanations are the most simple. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's also called, I, I just want to say it's also called an attitude gyro. That was mm. the uh, original name for it. And it worked on the principle. A, a gyroscope works on the precision, uh, on the uh, principle of precession and rigidity in space. I could give that up because that's uh, you know a part of the science, mm -hmm. but um, you know this uh, this is in no way in any fashion an explanation of a flat Earth. All right. Oh man, mm. peace, Gullum. What's going on, brother? You got something to add? 
And peace, Stoopies. I see Stoopies jumped on the panel as well. You guys can come off mute when you when you uh, get ready. If you want to add just a bit to this particular yeah. conversation. What, what, can what's I good? add something? What, I, yeah, what's good with, I, I, I just came just, just to listen in and build. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'm just listening right now, though. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Stoopies. Uh, um, airplane James might know this. I dated myself and I dated all the things that I do in my life. Let's say we're flying from New York to Jamaica, right? The altitude is not as important to the pilot as the flight plan. When you're flying through point A to point B, you have certain checkpoints, certain markers. They have all kinds of names for them. I don't remember all of the names. Like every 30 or so mile, the pilot has to call to check in once he reaches that checkpoint. Because planes actually follow a route. As big as all the sky is, there are certain routes that planes follow from New York to, to Florida. They don't fly all over the place. And during that route, they have certain checkpoints. Right? So he's talking about altitude. When you use this, it's altitude in respect to the ground. Right? Because if you're flying over Everest, so Everest is 16,000 feet. And you are flying over Everest. And you're only 1,000 feet up in the air. Your altitude is going to be 1,000 feet over Everest. But your altitude at the same time will be 17,000 feet over somewhere else below Everest. But that's what that do is in, in respect to the ground. But this do not bring up this in a modern day age. Most right. Respect to sea level, right? Isn't it like respect to sea level? Respect is what this is doing. Correct. No, right. Now, listen, the altitude is not that. It's not the. I'm only listening to James. I'm listen. only listening to. We have our expert on the panel. We need to be quiet and listen to the Once, expert. I'm not going to be. I, I'm not. Sorry, not be two years I, I just wanted to address Stu Peace. The 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 hey, idea. Chef, of the altitude, you ain't lying, though, Chef. Don't cut the wisdom just yet. But yeah, the right, idea of the altitude is not the problem here. Um, it is you mentioned the route. The route is normally projected on a chart. An aeronautical right. chart has a basis. And the basis is called the Mercator conic projection. Look it up. Mm. It's a conic projection. <laughs> now, imagine if the flat Earth, because their basis is the chart, and they're making it flat. Now, when an aeronautical chart is made, mm. it is on a, it, let's say you, you fold a piece of, you, you put a piece of paper in a conic way, and you print it over a portion of the globe, and then you flatten it out. All right, that's how mm -hmm. the trade is called a conic projection. So even from that, what they're using as a basis on the chart is mm. actually faulty on their part. Shit. Because all the charts in aeronautics is a conic projection. Stop, it's James. Stop, stop, James. Do you yeah. realize you came on here, you looked at this instrument and you say, hold on, yo, that's a globe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. And the little airplane in the middle is the, <laughs> it represents the degrees up above the horizon Wait and degrees below the horizon. James, listen, man. That's why we say rely on the damn experts. You came up in here and say, Wait a minute, yo, that's a good. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Hey, chef. Now nah, y'all tripping. That that's Newton Gale. You have you haven't 
that is Jesus Christ. I don't care what James says. That is Jesus Christ, the cross. That is Christ. And, and we're going to get into why this is Newton Gale. I like to say this. Hold on. Everybody stop for a minute. Everybody know I like the deck stack. I'm not going over to Sanchez channel without James. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, no, no. You can feel this. And, and Anthony Bowman. We got to have James and, and we got to have Anthony no, Bowman. No, no. I'm not going to the route. Now, no, regarding the route also. Wait a minute, yo. Are you telling you me that's a damn long, road, yo? Talk to let me, Jamaica. Let me get this take a long route. You don't you know make how much I would have stay ass show if I realized realize that. It's serious? called a great circle route. I want you yeah. to understand this. I don't want to teach you guys this, but it's going. called a great circle route. Yes. When you make a long trip on a sphere, you don't make a straight line on a conic projection. That will be a long way around. You must yeah. make a great circle route. And that type of far checkpoint is uh, a more efficient line. Yeah. And it can Doesn't. only work. That's why I brought up. <laughs> That's why I brought up the route. That's why I brought up the route. Only work if you, the earth is to, so For you to explain it to the layman. That's why I brought up the route. For you to explain no, it to the layman. But for him to bring up pilot um, training and instrumentation, and <laughs> it's not as Brennan, as Brennan pointed out, it is it's the old gas steam gauges. It is what's called, it's a gyroscope. But yes, there are different type of um accelerometers and different things that's used in what's called a glass cockpit now the instruments are not the same so for him to bring up this old technology for his for his uh, explanation of a flat earth is completely absurd no because i love the history of map anybody who knows are you are you running past that stop saying the man bring this up as an indication of it being a flat earth and it's actually a glow. The debate was over before it started. This, yeah. this, right, right. This is relative to that. Going, you, you know, you know. When, 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 James, I'm not when, going, bro. I'm telling you. I'm now, going. now, James, now, James. One, one of the cockpits that I'm really familiar with is the uh, the pr the primary flight trainer that the Air Force uses is the T6. Uh huh. And and what we see what we see in the T6 is that these particular instruments, like what we have on the screen right here. Right. These would be backup instruments. Right. These would be instruments just in case if you had some type of an electronic or an electric issue where the 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 electronics uh, uh, instruments would die or malfunction. Right. Then you could have yeah. these manual or these these other instruments in your cockpit that don't rely on electricity that you could That's still actually use. Yep. That, that is correct. It's called redundancy. And hmm. these older instruments, when they uh, work on a pneumatic system, because it's a vacuum system that's actually turning the gyro in order to for it to perform as a rigid, when um, the, that you'll have to look that up. I, like I said, I don't hmm. want to explain the rigidity and space principle. Right. And I don't right. in procession, you'll have to look it up. However, um, for it to turn that gyro, it is a pneumatic system that's uh, turning uh, some, uh, you know, pendulous veins and and uh, and it's rotating at a very high speed in order to get that rigid effect um, in space. Uh, so um, it's everything is working on a circular, even linear to circular, and and, <laughs> and dealing with the Earth electromagnetically. If they can, if they can explain how the two poles work. 
Um, I could explain why the earth is round, is a sphere, just with the magnetic errors that we experience in the air, right? True There's not versus a, a magnetic dip. And in the mid latitudes, it will be as much as 30 degrees of a dip. So, you know, mm -hmm. listen, it's, it's, it's too clear for us. And so he cannot use a pilot as an example of a flat earth when we're the ones who can literally prove it's not flat. Yeah, I, I, I was this girl. I would say even when you look up at a at a crescent moon, it, that proves that the Earth is round. Like the the, the shadow is cast as a circle of circle of cast. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah, so let's yeah. let's let's play a bit a bit more of this video. So let's see if we can get through a bit more of it. Yeah, but check this out. I'm showing you how the technology connects with the cosmology right here, still today, on this indicator here. Because the earth is flat and we inside of a dome, here goes shoe right here in the middle holding his hand up, and here go nut, the blue goddess bent over him right there. And Gab is this brown part laying down, the earth god, the horizon line, Horus. So if you look at shoe, yeah, even if you look at shoe, he's shaped just like uh, that hourglass in the middle right there. That's why they got him shaped in like an hourglass with his body. Dang. Oh my God! That's him right there. That's the it. Hourglass in the middle of the earth. You see him holding up the sky, <laughs> the bow tie. Yeah. Oh. He, he, yeah, see, yeah. See, yeah. But Your I'm a imagination I'm a, I'm a, is definitely better than mine. Yo, guess what? I'm gonna tell you. No, no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna listen. Let yeah. me correct uh -huh. you. Hold up. No, stop. Let me correct him. The ancestor spirituality is just greater than all of ours. That's the correct statement. I didn't make Nut Gab and Shoe. I won't want to take credit and say this is my imagination. The Egyptians gave us this. And I'm just showing us the science behind it. And let me go ahead and show you more what that science is. They were All right, all right, all right. So again, you know, there's it, you know, there, there, there's a, a lot of you know comparisons, or I guess what you would call lookership, right? Well, you know, well, how, how we coin it, right? Brendan, put, put the attitude indicator back up. I just wanted to explain that he has yeah, it, uh, the comparison with the uh, with that blue arc up on top. It has nothing to do with anything um, over you. This is an indicator of your bank angle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is just where it would be. This is just how we interpret this instrument. So if this little um, the little orange triangle. When it moves to the left, that means you're banking left, right? Mm, yeah. And yeah. the first notch is 10 degrees, 20, 30 degrees, that big now 45, and then 60 degrees bank, right? Um, this is, has nothing to do with newt <laughs> and nothing to do with anything over, overreaching um, the globe in the middle, <laughs> right? This is just a bank angle indicator, mm. you know? So that's crazy what he just said. Mm. All right. So it's a, it's a pseudo guy knowing that most likely 99.9% .9 of the listeners have no aeronautical knowledge. James, 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 and then I ask you, James, James, I don't mean to yeah. cut you. Explain no. more to the people what the orange line mean, what the numbers, within the globe mean the ascent or your descent explain it since you're the pilot 
explain what the orange line means. When the orange line is at 10, when the orange line is at 20, when the orange line is at minus 10, when the orange line is at minus 20. No, being, the orange line, as you say, is just the a depiction of the wing, the wings of the airplane, as if you're sitting in the cockpit looking forward, these right. wings are uh, to the left and to the right of you, right? Right. And when the uh, wings and the dot in the middle, it moves at the same time, it's connected. When right. it moves up, uh, that first line is five degrees, the second line is 10, next is mm. 15, 20. The 10 and the 20 is depicted, the five and the 15 is not, right? right. And uh, when you fly instruments, you, I mean, moving this little dot half a ball width or half a bar width, uh, things like that. This is precision flying. So this is a very important instrument in what's called attitude instrument flying. When you're referring to nothing but the instrument where you can no longer see the ground. In, right. in Whether it be um, uh, 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 instrument meteorological conditions or, or whether it's nighttime, um, this instrument is very, very important when it comes to that. So those numbers inside is just the degrees up and the degrees down. So, so oh, oh, you know it's pointing. So, hold on for a One sec, Stupees. So, so, so what happened with the pilot that was driving Kobe? What, what went wrong in the fog? What, what did he misread his instrument? The uh, situation with Kobe Bryant is, I, I consider it similar to what happened with Aaliyah in Barbados. When a pilot um, is told by whoever is paying him to do it, and then he, he jeopardizes the whole safety by no longer adhering to aeronautical principles, right? Now, when you do a pre-flight, the weather um, was below the, um, uh, or at the marginal level for visual meteorological conditions. It was, be, it was below, it was actually, I think it was, you know, it's got scud and it's got, it's hard to keep an eye on the terrain when you keep going in and out of the clouds in a mountainous okay. area, right? Mm -hmm. So for him to go on that flight, it was the problem. He should have said, no, we can't fly today. Just drive over. That shit is just about 20 miles away or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And it could have been ended like that. In Aaliyah's case, um, the manager tell him, no, we're taking everything with us. He's like, no, it's overweight. No, 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 we're taking every, oh, we'll get somebody else. And now he wants that money. So he goes and he violates the, the literal capability of the airplane, mm -hmm. right? So this is when pilots don't stay true to form and they <clears throat> let somebody else get into their world, into their science, and that could interrupt things, mm -hmm. right? So that's what that was all about with that pilot going up because when he could no longer see the ground and then try to remain legal and try to get out of the clouds, now he's ignoring the fact that terrain is a factor mm. and he had control flight, most likely control flight into terrain. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think she won the suitcase too because of just what you're saying too. Yep, shoot. Okay. Yeah. He could have right. also filed a pop-up instrument um, if he was, in, I believe he was instrument rated he could have filed a pop-up clearance just to be legal to get into the clouds. Now, the flight was not an instrument flight, so he was supposed to stay with visual reference to the ground. And mm. that made it difficult. And instead of doing the right thing, and I, I, I don't know his, um, 
well, I think I, I know his experience level was not where mine is, but I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, uh, it, these kind of things come with experience and sometimes that experience is paid for in blood. Mm. Uh, and Kobe, was, Kobe and his lovely daughter and the rest of the people were, were victim of, um, of that pilot's ineptitude. Mm. And you Jim. know what, you know what was uh, stupid right, right before you, but uh, I, I wanted to hit on something that, uh, that, that James just mentioned. And you talked, you talked about instrument or instrumentation mm -hmm. flying. Right. And that was one of the, I, for me, right. When I actually worked in, in flight simulation, that was one of the things that was most fascinating to me is that how pilots could actually jump into a cockpit. And they, you know, I think this was part of the primary flight training that the air force uh, pilots had to go into um, to to be be able to demonstrate that they had to be able to go inside of this, a simulator with no visuals, right, with a map, right, and then they actually could actually do a flight from one destination, from one location to another, complete takeoff and everything, only using instruments with no visual uh, references, right. That was I was like, OK, wow, that's that's a, a, a really you got to know what you're doing inside of a cockpit to do that. Oh, yeah. James, James can I ask you a question with this instrument? This instrument, you can use this instrument to assess the pitch and the roll of the aircraft, right? That is exactly right. This this instrument, um, you can read, you can measure the pitch and the roll. Explain to people what the pitch and the roll is. Now your pitch is uh, now you see this is where I'm saying uh, yeah yeah we don't we don't we don't want to get into a complete uh you know no 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 yeah, because no no I want people when they see this instrument to understand you're asking what you're asking a professional flight instructor to explain is it to bring turn use in your hand tell everybody to put their hand flat okay. okay this is a gift to the people right put your hand flat. No, no, no. There are certain the point of yeah. let, me give it to you. let me give it to you then. The mm. pitch rotates around the lateral axis, right? And the roll is around the longitudinal axis. The longitudinal so, axis, if you stick a, a, a spear all the way through the nose to the tail of the aircraft, that's your longitudinal axis. If right. you put a spear through the from wingtip to wingtip, that's your lateral axis, right? Mm -hmm. Now you have one more axis on this thing. Yeah. The yaw axis. Yeah, but that don't this don't this axis. don't tell you yeah. And that's if you stick one straight down through the center of the fuselage, straight up mm -hmm. and down, right? So it'll yaw around that axis. So that's the best um e explanation without giving you uh, a lesson. Uh, you, 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 you're, you're too complicated, James. <laughs> it's left or right. If you put your hand down flat, straight, like an airplane, like one with those little boys, pitch is up or down. If the aircraft pitching up, the aircraft pitching down. Roll is left or right. The aircraft going left or the aircraft going right. But well, not right. Not, not your, left or right I, like that. But to your in credit, our, piece, I do use visual aids in my instruction. Yeah, that's yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's let's get back to the video, hey, yo, oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the video. Sweet thing is crazy. See, this is a prime example. <laughs> Hold on, just a second. Let's pull this up. Now, I'm this this particular on this motherfucker. This nigga fly commercial. <laughs> he gotta have a degree in aeronautics. 
Oh, hell no. Nah. Leave him alone, sweet pea. Uh, you got to stop. We're going to ask you. No, man. Who wants him to break? Him can break it down simply enough. Him can't. <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> simple. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I'm explaining it. I'm explaining it. You have to go to school to study that explanation on first. No, right. that game was a good one. He told you. He said the spade no, from the tip of the plane to the tail. Yeah. And that's uh, longitude. Right. He oh, said see, from now, now look at this to the My man Unc knows the axes of an airplane, yeah. and he ain't have to pay Jack for it, man. <laughs> that's to you, brother. Right, right. That's it. That's it. You, dropped, you dropped us a, a, a bit of a jewel there, for sure, for sure. Right. So, so this this next particular segment here, this is we're sort of segmenting into we, we talk about the the space. Right. This whole idea, because I think a lot of people within the flat earth community, maybe not all of them, but some of them, um, they subscribe to the idea that uh, that that this outer this idea of outer space isn't rooted in reality. Right that there is no real outer space and they're trying to explain something for them. Again, for them, the, the concept of, of an outer space is counterintuitive for them, right? They go outside, they see, they see the sky, they see everything around them. Like, what do you mean outer space, right? What does that particularly mean, right? So this, this segment goes into this, but before we go into uh, to this particular video clip, I wanted to talk about a particular phenomenon um, that Unc sort of gave as an example, and they were talking about a, a balloon. They were talking about gravity, right, and about how how things actually fall to the earth, right. And I think uh, you know, uh, you know, Unc made a reference is that hey, gravity is real because yeah, you just go outside and just drop you know drop a, something out of your pocket, it's gonna fall down, right. Uh, Brother Sanchez made a, a comment and says that well, no, I can debunk that because think about a balloon. Like a, a balloon made of uh, with helium inside, right? It's not going to fall down, right? It floats up. So that was sort of his his debunking gravity attempt, right? But 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 right, you have to think about it, and this is one of those things that I think people in the flat Earth community are are very susceptible to is that they don't they they, they don't take into the account all of the conditions, right? Like, like, for instance, right, there's a, a completely scientific explanation why a balloon filled with helium floats, right? It's because, it's because helium is lighter than the air that it displaces in our atmosphere, right? It's the same concept if you take a life preserver and throw it in a swimming pool, right? The, the life preserver is made of material, right, within the volume of it is actually lighter than water, Right. So, of course, it floats the same. The same principle. Right. Happens with a balloon filled with helium. Right. That's the reason oh, why. Don't, it floats don't use upward. lighter. Don't use the word lighter. Use the word GPs. less dense. Less. On, don't hey, use Brandon. the word lighter. Uh, less dense. Well, yeah. Brandon, can you hear me? Yes. You got the controls. Though, so when you ready to shut it down, you can. OK, we'll, we'll we'll do. Right. But yeah. there's a caveat. There is an experiment that you can do. Right. Even with a balloon filled with helium that shows the effects of gravity. Right. You, so you have to do it within a vacuum. Right. All objects within a vacuum fall at the same rate due to the acceleration of gravity. Right. And inside our discord, I think we put a uh, there was a video to a BBC video. There's a, uh, a scientific laboratory where they have the world's largest vacuum. Right. 
It's basically, it's a, it's a compartment where they suck out all of the air and they did an experiment, right? Where they took a, a feather, right? And a regular, like a, a ball, right? And they dropped it from about 30 feet high, right? And both of them fell at the same rate, right? So even a balloon filled with helium inside of a vacuum will fall like a ton of bricks because, because of, uh, of gravity. No, Brendan, this is what a lot of people fail, fail, fail to recognize. It's because I never do a simple experiment. I used to work in a lab when I was in high school for extra money. Mm -hmm. I, used to fuck up, I used to fuck around with the people and things. I waste thousands of dollars with the acid and bases, just fucking around on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Right, but like I'll get a, a tall conical measuring cylinder and then you pour liquids of various density in that container mm -hmm. and they will separate based upon their density. Fluids separate based upon the density. Like water is more dense, is a denser fluid. Mm -hmm. So it will... Sometimes it will go to the bottom unless something more heavier than it comes. Gasoline float on top of water. Mm. That's why when you have an oil spill, that's less dense than water. So it will float on top of that. Mm. Helium is less dense than oxygen. If you look at the periodic table, hydrogen, mm. helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, fluorine, neon, sodium, magnesium. If you follow the periodic table, that is how they float. So when you have no Helium is always going to float above oxygen. It is always it is going to float above nitrogen. Seventy percent of our atmosphere is made up of nitrogen. If helium is less dense, it is going to float above that. So it's and, going to go above the nitrogen because it's, it's, it's all fluid dynamics, right? Yeah. Right. It right. is less dense, I, I, so it's, it's going to float. So by the time by the time we're outside of the Earth atmosphere. If you look at the Earth atmosphere and you start naming the zone, the stratosphere, the what sphere we're in now? We're in the bottom sphere. And then above us, you have the stratosphere. And then above, above the stratosphere, you have our next sphere. Right, the ionosphere and all these, yeah, so yeah, on and so forth. And the mesosphere. As you go out, as you go above it, helium is going to take its rightful place. And its rightful place is just below hydrogen. Hydrogen would float To the point, Stoopies, let me just interject here for a second. I just wanted to say the same action is true with hot and cold air masses, right? Even um, whether it's molecular or whether it's a large air mass, it acts the same way. The warm air mass will rise through just like helium or any other thing that's lighter than the substance that it's in, right? So when that occurs, this is where you get from, from heating and cooling, which is called diurnal heating and cooling of the Earth's but surface. This what heat into to the air? What heat into to the air? It makes it less dense. When you heat air, you manipulate right, the density of the air. So because it becomes less dense, it's going to rise. Regarding flat Earth, when you have that heating and cooling of the surface and you have less dense air and warmer air rising through, then it takes, if... If the Earth is flat, there will be no Coriolis effect of this matter. This is a fluid that we you are. You are a genius, James. The, the, the formation of hurricanes tell us that the Earth is not flat. This, yeah, in the atmosphere, right? 
it's a fluid motion. So they cannot, uh, what I like what Cedric said earlier in the night when he said they cannot present a model. This is fat. There is no way that you can present a model of a flat earth. All right. So, so this particular this particular segment here talks about sort of outer space, and there's I think there's a very interesting piece as well. They talk about the composition of the sun, as well, right? Uh, so, so I'll just go ahead and play this, and then we'll just kind of step through some of the some of the uh, the logic here. Because I've never been they to space, through. and you don't know it, because you've never been to space, right? Hey, hey bro, you know, I say we're in space. We're just not outside of Earth's atmosphere. We're actually in space now. But we're in the company. <laughs> no, we're atmosphere. not in space. Uh, we, no, we, 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 no, we're, so you're telling me right we're now. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want everybody to uh, listen. Let me do this. This uh -huh. how this is how we can bring clarity. Or you're telling me I'm in the same location as these astronauts supposed to be right here. Let me see. I'm where he is. Yeah, you ain't yeah, yeah, we're in space. So why he got yeah, that suit on, on and I don't got no suit on? If, because if, he left outside of Earth's atmosphere, what I was okay, talking about. Okay, so, so we he ain't... needs a machine to help him survive. Listen, because we wasn't made outside of Earth's atmosphere. So listen, that was my point. Going my outside point of Earth. When you reach the edge of the atmosphere, they call that the edge of space. They're saying this is where Earth atmosphere stops and where space yeah. begins. You can't now say me on Earth under the atmosphere is in space. I'm, I'm no, I'm inside of the Earth atmosphere. Space is representative of the region outside of that where he is. Uh, do me a favor. Pan out for a minute in your mind. There are other planets besides Earth. Right. And what I'm trying to tell you is the thing that allows the sun and all that stuff, uh, the, 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 the fucking sun would burn us up. OK, the question is asked, well, how come that astronaut ain't burning up? Because wouldn't he be closer to the sun? The sun ain't fire, so it wouldn't burn you up just like right. the lamp. The it's, lamp, it's, the, it's radiation. The, the radiation. Light, the light in your ceiling won't burn you up. God ain't dumb. See, science make God seem dumb as fuck. You, to me, if you ask me, mm. because I look at, if you look at the sun in the sky, it's not a big, bright uh, ball of red burning fire. It's let me let me see if I can find a real picture it's of the sun. It's, radi they, it's radiation, UVA, UVB rays. Yeah, different levels of radiation. Matter of fact, the reason for our skin color is to protect us from the awful. UVA let, let's stay UVA let's rate. stay let's stay on the globe right, flatter we'll go to the skin color later but like i said it's sun right here it mm -hmm. ain't never pure light it's not fire everyone know that this is not a chemical reaction above your head because if you burn us no oh, it's a nuclear reaction above your head <laughs> some fire you got smoke you got a loud smell. You got a tail on it. The sun is a magnificent piece of luminous light, meaning it ain't a physical object. It's a hot. Oh, 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 oh. This, so now the sun is not a physical object. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is this is the reason why I wanted to play this particular clip. Right? When you say that the sun is, is basically a manifestation of pure light and it is not a physical object. 
right? So, so anything that's not a physical object, what, it, what is it, an imaginary object? Or, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're dealing with things in the natural world. We're dealing with physics, right? So if it's not a physical object, what is it, right? It's, 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 is it a figment of your imagination or? Pure light. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? He said pure light. Oh, man. So the, the sun is just pure, pure light. Right? It has nothing to do with any. Okay. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uncle so I, thought, so I thought that was particularly interesting, right? It was uh, you know the, the, a flat Earth explanation or description of of what the sun is, right? I didn't get this live, but Uncle's handling it pretty good, man. Yeah, he did. You did a great job. I th- again, I think the brother did a great job over there. Um, again, I think you know, I I really like. Um, Brother Sanchez's community. He's he has a he has a loyal community of people. They over there. They're talking about science. And no, no matter if you know, I may not agree with a lot of the things they're saying. Right, a lot of the stuff that they're subscribing to is is flat out pseudo in my uh, in my approximation. Right, but at least he does have a, a, a you know a really good community of people that's loyal to him. Right, and they also um, they're they're very. Uh, a well-behaved over there, right. In terms of the decorum. So, you know, I do we shout, so shout out to uh, the brother Sanchez and his community over there. Um, by, by no means do, you know, anything that I say, I'm trying to berate or look down upon them. Right. It's right. just, it's just about, you know, dealing with the scientific information as it, as it is. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, using a three-dimensional instrument, such as an attitude indicator to explain a flat earth was the height of absurdity to me, though. I mean, that was uh, yeah. Something. I thought I thought you would get a kick out of that. That's why that, that was something that had my ears sort of going. Have, my 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 spider my pseudo senses were going. So I knew you were going to get a kick out of that one. Man, well, you know, you guys passed my cocktail hour, and I said, you know, I'm not coming on to talk no mess like that. But I had to chime in, man. That's right. crazy. All right, absolutely. Federated states. That's how you just joined the panel. What's up, brother? You got something on your mind as well? Nah, hey, how you guys doing? Um, nah, just interesting. Hey, um, who's on? Who's on here? Um, really? Um, I forgot. Is that James? Who know about um planes and stuff like that? Yes, James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James, yeah. James online right now. Yes, yeah, he's on the panel. What's going on? Uh, hey, James. What's up? What's up, Federated? Hey. hey. I need you to get this pseudo thing out of my mind, right? Uh, and correct me. Um, my question is, can a, when you are, what, what is it, like 40,000 miles? What is it, 40,000 miles in the air or some shit like that? That's way up there. That's the space where they were just talking about. your feet. 40, <laughs> 40, See, miles. I told y'all don't know shit about that. Yeah, 40,000 um, feet, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, my, my pseudo, um, Thing is, um, all right. I'm talking about planes now. When they're up there that high, um, that I, I know you guys are gonna say, oh, I'm probably a little bit off, but yeah, when that situation happened on 9/11, right? When those planes hit those buildings, I want to know how did that pilot knew exactly where to land at, how, how to hit that. 
when they when you up in the clouds, me and my spouse, like Jason, when you up in the clouds, like that, how do you know how to directly hit those those two um, objects? So what you're trying to do is get on here and get a navigation lesson on this channel, man. But I thought you were going, you know, I thought you were going, I thought you uh, at 40,000 feet with a pilot see the curvature of the earth. You know, mm -hmm. I thought you were still on the flat oh, earth. You there too, but it's my question. <laughs> I answer that, man. That was $40,000 for my flight program. How about okay. that? Tell me what you're doing. Tell me, tell I, I do, I do like that. I like that, yeah, that question, question though. At 40,000 feet, can you see the curvature? No, that not is really. a good. That is a good, good question. Not okay. really. Your, you, your eyes, can, uh, you know, your eyes can perceive that at forty thousand. Right. So the, the answer is yes. Yeah. That is correct. Because I because I, I knew uh, within they say that really within the within the now people that are passengers on a flight right because they don't have. You know, they don't, uh, you know, I guess they're, they're, uh, they're visual. You don't have enough degrees of visual to see the curvature of the earth out of that small window, right? But within the cockpit, right, within, the, they could actually see that, right? But uh, we talk about the Concorde. I think, um, what was the altitude that the Concorde actually that was, flew? That flew at 80,000 feet. Right, right. They, they say clearly, you know, a passenger that was flying in the Concorde could see the curvature of the earth. So, so the Concorde... Core is, is how high you say again? 60 to 80,000 feet. Oh, wow. Uh, and if you want to know, just buy an Xbox and play Microsoft Sim. If you play Microsoft Sim, you will see how the pilot cuts are play. Just buy, play Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's probably only uh, uh, $100, $200 or whatever. Yeah, that's $200. $200 for the Xbox, and you'll get the Flight Simulator for free. Okay. And you can't see. And you can see how the, how the flight. You can't crash planes into anything you want to crash planes into. The pyramid, huh? the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> anything. Right. Right. Anything. Uh -oh. Just buy just buy flight simulator. And you Hello. realize. Uh, it, right. Remember the other thing, too, it was broad daylight. It was not really there. It was broad daylight. Okay. And you know what? One of the interesting things um, they say because I I was actually working uh, simulation uh, when when nine eleven happened, and I remember uh, our database, our visual databases at the time um, had the the twin towers in New York there. You just put in there, just uh, go to the to the area because good again we had all the areas across the globe which you could actually fly through. And I remember us having to get a a database update that uh, removed. The, the the twin towers from uh from the New York uh landscape. So it was kind of interesting there. Well, how about if you're both if you're you and True Peas is floating in the ocean, how far do you think you have to be away from each other before you could no longer see each other because of the curvature? Does mm -hmm. anyone it's huh? not at all. <laughs> It's approximately eight miles, all right? That proves, I mean, you could hold up a red flag right up by your head. You could be treading water, stew pieces eight miles away. And beyond that eight miles, he's not gonna be able to see that red flag or you, or vice versa, hmm. right? So. Right, that's one of the most solid, solid proofs. 
that the earth is round, right? Exactly. Right. The horizon or the, what the, there's a, there's a particular effect they call it, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, but again, you know, I think we're going to have some subsequent conversations. Uh, actually, I, I think brother Unk actually made a challenge. He was like, Hey, uh, brother Sanchez, get, you know, get three or four of your, uh, you know, some of, some of your best flat earth, flat earthers, people who subscribe to that particular uh, worldview. Right. They can't be them. Trust me, Brandon, Brandon, they can't argue with them. These people believe we live in a terrarium. You know what a terrarium <laughs> is? A terrarium is a self-contained, like certain people do it for plants. Habitat. Plants in this habitat and it's sealed. And Which, like, Which, uh, if this is true, on a clear day, they are supposed to be able to see from Japan to New York. That's impossible. It, that's impossible <laughs> because that's impossible. of the kind of sight. It's impossible. In fact, at forty thousand feet, there's you can't. You still, of course, you can't see. Not even anywhere close to that. Even at forty thousand feet over Japan, you ain't gonna see even Hawaii. Right? No, and then the other argument them like to say, I like to insist because me and the Christ Tyson said this, and then I look it up. The Earth is round, and let me explain. The difference between the northern and the southern hemisphere is not that significant. Neil deGrasse said, if you shrink the, if you shrink the earth down to the size of a cue ball, it would be the most perfect cue ball. You wouldn't be able to feel any of the ridges. It would be the most perfect cue ball that was ever invented. Right? The, different, the, 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 the oval shape what I talk about or the pear shape is not as significant. It's because scientists science like to be exact in the measurement. They say, okay, the 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 the, the southern hemisphere is slightly wider than the northern hemisphere. No, it's not. Who says that? Yes, they said that. The earth, the, the northern hemisphere or the earth is slightly wider than the southern hemisphere. No, no. The the earth, the earth, the uh, if you look at the curvature on this sphere. Um, you have, of course, it's got, um, you have, uh, it's kind of um, pressed down. It's kind of wider at the... It's not, it's not, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not not anything significant. It's kind of wider at the equator um, in terms of, um, you know, if you look at it from, you know, straight up and down and the equator as far as... Right. It, it, it's, no, I'll uh, I, I tell you something, James. James, people like to say that, but if you look at the actual numbers, how are what is the what what is the diameter of the Earth? Four thousand miles. Mm, greater than that. The diameter is greater than that. The no, diam- not the diameter. No, not the diameter. Um, the circumference. The circumference would be the round. The diameter would yeah, be from one to from the, end, the, the end, diameter. The diam- but it's yeah, what's the diameter of the Earth? It's four thousand miles from New York to LA. Damn near. Uh, uh, let's yeah yeah you're right. What is the diameter of the Earth? Let me see. Pull it up. You get an exact number. Uh-huh. But what I mentioned about the the oh, sorry, eight, mm-hmm. seven thousand seven thousand nine hundred and seventeen miles. Eight thousand miles. Eight thousand miles across at the equator. If we look at it as a as a two-dimensional object. If we look at the Earth as a two-dimensional object, mean that we look at it flat on a table, from one point to the next point, the equator is 7,917 miles. If I ask what, 
distant is the longitudinal distance. No, latitude is latitude is north to south, longitude is east to west, right? Yeah. No, longitude right. is north to south. So you're, north you're to south. yeah. You if we look at the longitude and the distance of Earth, it's not yeah, much bigger. There's a diameter with any longitudinal line. All right. So what what is the longitude and the distance of the Earth? So we have we have we have the equator at seven thousand nine hundred and seventeen point five nine, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but in that what in terms, the terms you're explaining is kind of it's kind of round in those terms. Yeah, the, the the differences in the sphere that I'm talking about in the spherical shape of the earth is very, very small compared to um, you know, compared to a, a ball. All right. Okay? And and you know what, there's there's so many components. To, to the flat earth argument, right? That, you know, of, of course we don't have a, enough time to do it in this show, right? I think some of the subsequent, you know, uh, maybe shows that we'll do, we'll sort of maybe break those down, right? Talked about some of the specific aspects of the flat earth theory that some of these guys subscribe to. Maybe we'll do some of them over on the discord as well. Uh, some, yeah. some minor ones. Uh, but 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 again, you know, I, I don't want to go too, uh, too much further with this particular sh uh, show, um, I want to go ahead and maybe do some closing remarks. Uh, Brother Cedric, do you have anything sort of to add in closing for this uh, particular show? And you're on mute if you had something. And if not, while he while he's on mute, uh, I'll I'll ask the uh, uh, brother James anything that you would like to close out with because I think you 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 really um, provided some. some uh, you know, some really, really rich discussion for, for this particular show. Well, you know, I, I, I just appreciate the show. Um, I think um, it's wise for all of us to learn a better way of expressing ourselves. Um, sometimes uh, even learned men, they get excited about various topics and, uh, you know, sometimes not the best ideas come out of their mouth. You know, mm -hmm. uh, what I heard earlier in the show, um, that was pushing the limits right there, but <laughs> but uh, Aunt came on and handled it. I'm talking, you know, Corey and uh, and Chef, they 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 pushed these limits, and uh, but science will prevail, as uh, as we say in in the business, um, science will prevail, and uh, and I think uh, scientific liter literacy will be improved because of it. So uh, thanks for the platform. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, again, my 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 favorite quote from Colin Powell, he always says, you know, he's like, hey, never put your position so close to your ego that when your position falls, your ego falls with it. Right. So you always have to, you know, give yourself some lead way uh, in that regard. Right. And we can't take ourselves uh, too seriously and have, have we can have the, the best the best measure is to have these conversations with a light heart. Um what about you, Stoopy? Is any, anything right. in closing for you? This is, this is my thing in closing. Mm -hmm. When you're studying history, geography, physics, especially history, mm -hmm. and always walk with a map and a clock, mm. and even flattered, walk with a map and a clock, because who, where, what, when is very important. Who said it first? Where was he? And when he said it? That anytime with critical thinking, who, where, what, when, and have a map, and people won't be able to fool you. If you have a map of the globe, and somebody said to you that the globe is flat, they ask them, so how long does it take to fly from New York to, to London? 
and we say, okay, and what's the average speed of the, the, the jumbo jet? Mm. And you calculate the speed. And you say, it should have covered that distance. And you use your globe to measure that distance. And you use their map to measure that distance. Any distance that is not close to distance equals speed over time. Anything that is not equal to your distance is going to tell us that something is wrong. Don't let them fool you. Don't let people fool you with this flat earth map. When you look at it, the distance don't measure up. Use air travel. And you can track a plane. And it's any plane you want to track. If you know how to track them, you can track any plane in the world. So if you want to track a plane from Australia to New York, track that plane. Look at the flight plan. Look at the distance what it's supposed to travel. And then look at what the flat earth said. And you realize there's something wrong with their picture. Thank you. I think the next particular topic or the, me- the next major topic regarding flat earth that we, I think we should really delve into is going to be gravity, right? Um, I, I think this, this whole idea that, that they could debunk gravity or they have an explanation um, for the natural world, right, that lies outside of what we know in modern science regarding gravity, that's, a, uh, that's the linchpin, right? Because everything falls on its face, right? Um, when you have discussions or really scientific discussions about gravity. So I think that's uh, will be the, well, one of the next uh, conversations that we have. Um, and, and again, I think we've we've talked about gravity in, in in some detail in some previous shows. Shout outs to uh, the brother Due Diligence. He's always I, we haven't seen him a whole lot. Uh, the brother Due Diligence, but he's certainly welcome to jump on the panel uh, once we have uh, we we start talking about um, uh, gravity at the scientific level again. Um, anything uh, in closing for you, Federated? No, no, I, I don't have anything. I really appreciate the show. You guys have a good night. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. I have an objection to that. Mm-hmm. Gravity is too important a subject to have people just talking bullshit. Oh, no, so no, not, not at all. Right. I it it would have to be a very structured conversation I would when we're talking about gravity. To, de- to debunk gravity because they don't even understand space time. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't even understand space time. They don't even understand that. So the gravity is, oh, Lord, these people, right. as black people, them, them walking with them pants on and them underwear. Anybody right. with because because last night you know what the interesting thing was last night right because they uh, I think think brother brother Ankh he mentioned gravity he's like well gravity is a law and then the other guy said no gravity is a theory right and they sort of went back and forth is gravity a law is gravity a theory right uh, but as we know right inside of science we know that it's both right we have Newton's universal law of gravitation. And we also have Einstein's theory of general relativity. Both are very concerned, right, with the nature of gravity in, in, in the physical world, right? And, and uh, me and you, we, Stu Pease, we've had conversations about uh, uh, the gravitation um, at the Newton, uh, with Newtonian physics or what we call classical physics. And we've also had conversations about general relativity. And we're, when we talk about gravity, we, I think we have to talk about it in those t- particular uh, scientific terms, right? And I'd like to speak about it in terms of overcoming it. That's my realm over there. Oh, awesome. All right. So it's a great show. Thanks for everybody coming out. Uh, everybody's uh, listening in right uh, to the show. Uh, 
big thanks for everybody that jumped on the panel and sort of contributed to the conversation again. Right. So we'll probably start a series related to flat earth and then we'll have some, some conversations about that. Just mixing it up a little bit, adding some different diverse topics, right. Uh, for the pseudo killer shows. But with that, you guys, uh, enjoy your upcoming week and, uh, we'll see you in the discord. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Later. Peace. Peace.